like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... You know, when the apocalypse comes, I'm going to live like a king. And you want to know why? You want to know why? Wait, wait. Is it because? Wait, wait. Why? Hold on. Why? Bob? Wait. Shut up and wait, listen. Why? Shut up and listen. I don't know the I've answer I've never already. heard this lead up before. You know what's going to be there? What, babe? Roaches. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Twinkies. Gotcha. St. Pauli. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a year. For a year. For one year. After that year. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah, but I'll have grown like six arms and turned into a mutant by then. And I feel like if you then wait like another five years or so, Uh the Twinkies will have started to ferment. Oh, yeah. And then you can get drunk drunk off off the Twinkie. uh, Twinkie jizz. Oh, Oh. Twinkie jizz. What's the part of the cream filling? Yeah, you you boil. Twinkie jizz. We should make like a Twinkie mash and see if you can make beer out of it. I bet you could. If you boil a bunch of Twinkies. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. That makes your wart. Find some yeast. Put okay. it in wild, wild, <laughs> wild yeast, oh wild Twinkie beer, wild artisanal Twinkie artisanal beer. Twinkie, Twinkie beer. beer, bespoke Twinkie beer. You bespoke know there's a college kid Twinkie that's Twinkie willing beer. to try that. You know what? I bet you dollars to Twinkies someone has already made Twinkie I bet you dollars to yeah. Twinkies that when the apocalypse comes, when I run out of St. Pauli, that's how I'm making it. That's how you're going to That's, do. What's up. that's how you're going to make fucking fermenting your fermenting post-apocalyptic water. millions. <laughs> uh, you know what? Probably tastes better than this beer. <laughs> Well, you, you mean this chalky, this chalky liquid? I don't know what you're talking about. It It's brewed in strict accordance with the German purity laws of 1516. Uh, these, these laws have been in place since 1516. They got to be working. Look, look, it's not good beer, but God damn it. I picked it. It's college it. beer. Yes. It's college beer. I know it's why co- you picked it's it. It's my college beer. It was a good no, one. It's not. It, here's the thing. It's shitty beer. Oh, it's it's not bad. There's worse shitty beer out there. Yep. You know? Yeah. Uh, I will I continually bring up and never let you forget that you once made us drink non-alcoholic beer. I did. Which tasted like yeah. piss and Cheerios. You're welcome. Nothing you've ever done to You're me welcome. has been as bad. <laughs> That's the worst thing you've ever done to me. That was pretty bad. But it bad. was such a good tie-in. You also made us do Irish car bombs at one point. I did do that, that as well. That was up there, but not as bad as piss and Cheerios. That was high on the list of things about this show I loved. Irish car bombs? Fuck Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about the O'Doul's. Yeah, uh, with your Whiz Cheerios? Yeah. Yeah. Whiz Cheerios and uh, hi! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we got to start this. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. And drink thematically appropriate Cheerio biz. Uh, biz? D- Cheerio, Cheerio biz. biz. Hey, you know, I'm trying to get into the Cheerio biz. I gotta get, I can't do that voice without, without shaking doing the shoulders. shoulders. The shoulders always come it's up. It's like how I can't do an accent without doing like a really hands. stupid version of the accent. <laughs> like I can't just do it. I have to do the and voice. And you need hands too. I don't know you why need pizza your hands. hands were like Scottish in that moment. I don't know why. Scots love pizza. I don't know why. Scottish pizza. By the way, like, how much money do I need to raise in order to get into the Cheerio biz? Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna need a lot of cheddar. You're gonna need in that Cheerio biz. Cheddar Cheerio. Whoa, ayo. At least two three cheddars. Two three cheddars. You're gonna need like four or five cheddars. Cheddars. How many? How many clams? Two or three. Two tree clams. Clam. You're going to need three clams and three cheddars. Hey, That's come right. on down to Ralph's and buy you a box of my new clamios. That does Gross. not sound good at all. 10 out of 10 would not buy. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would enjoy no. succulently. Ew. No. Gross. Would not buy. 
Bob, don't say succulent. It's an aphrodisiac. Hey. Hey, it'll help you fuck. Hey. Hey, come out in the morning, put some milk on your clamios, bang your wife, go to work. This is living. Make some cheddar. Make some cheddar. Put that in your clamios, too. I don't give oh a my. fuck. Ew. Ew. Milk, clams, and cheddar. cheddar. Yeah. Excuse me while like, I vomit. I vomit. Whilst I go vomit. Thanks, dear. This, it makes the ladies go crazy. No, it <laughs> this does. This is what happens when you let Bob Cult open the show. I know. I should you never get have let him. I should never. You know what? I'm really proud of it. I don't, we wouldn't have gotten here otherwise. <laughs> we, you know. You know what? You're right about that. You're right. And, uh, <laughs> without <laughs> you, we would not have landed on Clamio. Best cold open in months. <laughs> She thanks. Like, <laughs> oh, divorce. Oh, man. That's the end of this marriage. That was quick. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, our stories this week are not about clams. They're not think, about New England. No. Nope. They're not about cheddar. No. Nope. Not about shoulder dancing. Or milk. Nope. None of that. <laughs> None of these things. They are about something much different. Yes. So because it is the time of year, every parent's favorite time of year, when all your fucking little sperm goblins go back to school and leave you the fuck alone. Apes. Sperm goblins. Yep. I like sperm goblins. I just I prefer came to your head. Yeah. I do just love that. popped in there. Yeah. Because I usually will call them your like small little apes. Oh, gotcha. You yes. know, uncontrollable monkeys. Yeah. Yes. That's all. Furless pets. Furless sure. pets. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah, so this is the time that they all go back to your sperm goblins. They go back to school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And you have time to just... To you. Listen to yourself think. Yep. Catch up on your stories. That's right. Watch all the days of our lives. Oh, every single one of those days of your lives. That's right. Do people still watch days of our lives? I think so. My grandma's still still on. Yeah, my grandma still watches it. The soaps. Oh, yeah, she does tell Mm -hmm. us about that at Christmas. Mm Mm-hmm. She's it's, got her soap digest. It's oh. actually incredibly impressive that they turn out because it's like two hours of television every, every day. day. Mm-hmm. That is a that's a lot. They yeah. That's why it's mm-hmm. shitty. Oh, but that's a lot. Yeah, I have like mad porn. props. Just yeah, crank just, just them, crank out. them out. Yeah. So do they film them in the valley as well? No. Yes. No, they don't. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. they do. They film them in fucking Burbank. They film them in Warner Brothers. Blamo. I like that. Other one. I thought they were in New York for some reason. Man. I think they're both. Ah. They can be anywhere. Guiding you, you lights. Know what, guiding mean, lights out here. I don't think Passions was out here. Is Guiding don't Light think, not on TV no, anymore? No. No. Oh, remember I'm, Passions? Hey, welcome to Soap Talk. Call, you're on <laughs> no, caller. I've never watched soap operas. I never got into oh, it. Oh, okay. I sort of did with my grandma. Anyway, this is a whole other conversation. Mm, no, no. no right, this is what me. happens when I let you take back over from my cold open that hey, was awesome. Hey, shut up. It's our fucking podcast. <laughs> Get out. I'm gonna hit the space bar. Get you out. can't. Get you the don't fuck know out the of our apartment. It, there's more to it than that. Bullsh- yeah. Okay. It. Doubtful. There's a little bit more. There's <laughs> not much. Doubtful. D- Will you master it? You export that shit down. Yeah. There's more. That's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Ever since you got into that voice acting thing, you got real high and mighty about your computer <laughs> skills. Smack my space bar. The other day I said uh, audio artifacting on a thing and people were like, what the fuck's that? I was like, it's no, it's background noise. It's what it's, it's, a, it's, it's background a, noise. I love it. I'm a fancy I motherfucker. Audio artifacting. It's a sort of digital. But anyway. hear from the compression. It's shit in the background you don't watch. Background shit. It's the background fart. But that's not what we're doing. No, we're still not doing that. Back to school. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Christ. So, in honor of back to school, yeah, we decided to pick. We decided to leave each other nuts. We left. Bob is dying. We yes. decided to leave each other love nuts. Yeah. Um, two cities that we went to college in. Yep. So we did our own personal back to schools. That's right. Which for me was very reminiscent. I have never been nostalgic for college and then i started looking up shit about my college and i was like they redid my dorm room they have ac 
now, lucky bitches. <laughs> uh, and it made me very nostalgic for college. I uh, started out looking in my college town and then I went, no, 100 miles west. Close, my, close. You, you know, know what? what though? My podcast. I do what I want. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You fucking. You do what you want. But I'm sure there's a couple people that went to my school that are from where I am going to talk about. Well, and I feel like where you're from, 100 miles, not that far. If I was to like uh, pick a school 100 miles away uh, from where I went to school, uh, it would be in another state. That is true. Like it, it would be, be very. It would be very far. Yes. You know. But you, I feel like they're not. Minnesota's a big not state. All that different. No. Nah. Nah. It's mostly the same. They're probably more uh, yucka duck. Farther uh, out you go. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. Fucking farm people. Anyway. Fucking farm people. Fucking farm drinking people. Twinkie beer and making sperm goblin. Yeah. No, but they're they're Minnesotan, but they're uh, Minnesotan farm people, so they're yeah. all like super lefties. Or real nice. I think in yeah. that part they might be red, though. Oh, maybe. Oh. I don't remember. Maybe I don't know. All right. Well, Minnesota anyway. super blue. Anyway. Yeah. Don't add us. Don't. Yeah, don't, don't. Don't write don't at us. You know what? Don't us. Internet. We don't care. Hey, yeah. if you're out there, if you're out there, fucking your cow in Minnesota, and you have you're super liberal. Well, you gotta stay warm. I don't. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Look, while you're fucking that cow, your dick real warm. Real warm. Yeah. Real warm. Well, hell, the utterly size warm. of that. That was good. Utterly because of the cow. It's terrible. Uh, I liked that it. Was a Bob joke. It was good. I was super proud of you. So anyway, I'm up first. All right. Yeah, I would hope so because I've, I've killed drank, half this beer. I have drank half of this uh, nipple beer. Mm-hmm. You've, you've complained about it, but no, you me have too. also dr- I like drank it. it. Yeah. To quote Bob, because it's fun. Because it's fun. That's why you drink shitty beer. Because, because it's, it's fun. fun. Oh, yeah, I think that's why I said I drink Rolling Rock yeah. every now and then. It's fun. <laughs> it's why you drank. I was like, this beer tastes, when we were doing O'Doul's, so yep. like, this beer tastes like piss and Cheerios. Yeah. yeah. And like, you kept drinking it. I did. You said, because it's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. Yeah, good sport. <laughs> Bob's idiot. a good sport. <laughs> yep, and an idiot. Uh, no. So for my haunted college town, I'm gonna go not in my college town, which is the Minneapolis St. Paul area. Golden Gophers. What? what? Um, gophers. Golden, golden gophers. gophers. Minnesota Golden Gophers. Just do, are, are there a lot of gophers in Minnesota? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of prairie. So there's gophers. There's prairie in Minnesota? Yeah, man. Okay. It's, it's, I've no, never been. We're all learning a lot today. It's a, it's a big state. There's but a they lot really of, sell it on those 10,000 lakes. But yeah, you, but that's what I think of. Wisconsin has more, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, but they got the branding first, man. Yeah, they yeah. just like Greenland was like, fuck you, Iceland. Right. And they were like, we're going to call ourselves Greenland, even though we're not very green. We're not green we're at all. We're mostly ice and ice. you're mostly green. Yeah, they were like, fuck you. We got the name first. Pretty much. Dibs called so, shotgun. So Minnesota called dibs on the land of 10,000 lakes. All right. But anyway, I'm not going to so talk about lakes So you went to college in a lake. So I went to college in a real big lake. No. You're uh, a mermaid. No, I went to college but in, on a campus that was divided into by the Mississippi River. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm. So every day I'd have to walk across a bridge that crossed the Mississippi River. Fun in fact. In negative 500 degrees. 50. Yes. Close enough. That was the coldest day I had ever been where I had to go to class. This is, and then I will get into my story. I had to go to class and it was like negative 40 with the wind chill and I had to walk and I, I was very, very uncomfortable. How I, cold were you? I had two pairs of pants on and the second you walked out of the um, dorm, it's like you felt it on your thighs immediately. Mm. And then like the nose hairs are all frozen. Mm. So it just hurts to breathe in your nose because all your nose hairs are frozen. Why didn't you do the Sub-Zero mask? Oh, oh I had like the scarf wrapped around my head yeah, four yeah, or five yeah. times. Didn't matter. It was cold. It was, uh, they closed down like city hall. Like all the city people had to stay <laughs> closed home. Closed down the city. The city said it's cult. It's too cult. No, did, but they did, and but school was open, and I had to go to class. And it was did horrible. your did your tears freeze onto your eyeballs? 
I'm sure. Did you did. have to blink ice out of your eyes? Did your contacts freeze to your eyeball? It was very cold. It was very cold. <laughs> Look, guys, it was fucking cold. Look, what I'm saying is, it was cold. I was chilly. That was the coldest I've ever been. But anyway, neither here nor there. I'm going to tell you about the Palmer House in bustling Sock Center, Minnesota. S- the Palmer House. Palmer House. Hey, come down to Sock Center. Sock Center. Close enough. Spelled the British way. Uh, Minnesota. It is a three-story brick hotel located in the heart of the city. This oh. bustling city oh. of 4,300 people. Okay. Uh, slightly smaller than the town I grew up in. Slightly But smaller. only slightly. Yes. And that was of as of 2016. <laughs> 4,300 people. Wow. I feel like more people than that live in my zip code. Yes. Yes, they do. In your neighborhood. I feel like more people than that live in the four blocks around my house. Yes. <laughs> more people than I live in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. um, no, so. It's just me and my cat. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's a monster in my closet that I'm now afraid of. <laughs> there is no monster. There is um, a monster. Fuck you, Anton. Um, but yeah, it is a tiny town located smack dab in the middle of the state. Sure. Um, and it's about a hundred miles west of St. Paul. Okay. Um, the town is most famous for being the birthplace of Sinclair Lewis, the first American to win the Nobel Prize in literature. Oh. No. Oh. And what this did he hotel. write? The Jungle. Uh, that was Upton Sinclair. Correct. I don't Probably. know. <laughs> As you said it, I was like, that sounds right. Welcome to Book Talk. You're on caller. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what Sinclair Lewis wrote, and I do not care. I'm a Google. You Google. Tell um, so it is famous for being his hometown and this hotel, uh, which has been graced by the presence of the Baggins. I'm just going to say. He's been there. He's been there. So we've got Nobel Prize for Literature person and Zach, Zach Baggins. Baggins. Um, Sock Center. We know what people actually care about, Upton though. Sinclair was born in Baltimore, Maryland. Not Sock City. Because I'm talking about Sinclair Lewis. I looked up the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the guy that wrote The Jungle, right? I don't know. I looked up the wrong one. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, continue, wife. <laughs> the Palmer House was built in 1901 by Ralph and Christina Palmer on the site of the old Sock Center house, which had burned to the ground the year before. Uh, the Palmers lived there with their children, Hazel and Carlisle, um, for its time. And what I thought, Bob, this would be a good for you. His name oh. was Carlisle R. Palmer. So I think his name was actually Carlisle Ravencastle Palmer. Oh. Shit. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm going Shit, with it. Yes. Girl. Okay. Then if you don't listen to the Thrilling Adventure Hour, you need to listen to the Thrilling Adventure Hour. That's the last I'm going to say about it, but you should listen to it. Anyway. He looks like a zombie. Maybe. Like he looks like a ghoul from Fallout. Okay. That's what he looks like. Great. And Sin- Sinclair Lewis. Lewis. Yes. I looked up the right one this time. Okay. Good. Um, and I'm looking at his works and none of them look familiar to me. I think he won the Nobel Prize in like 1930. Uh, 43. 43. Close enough. Whatever. Numbers. Now Ooh. all I want to do is the is the Carlisle Ravencastle voice. You've ruined me for the rest Modern of the podcast. Modern for its time. The hotel. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel had electricity. No, nope, don't know who any the of The first incredible. in the city. Uh, oh my god, that guy's horrifying! Right, he looks like a he looks like a ghoul. Oh, he is a ghoul. He's definitely had some radiation poisoning. Oh, you for should sure. absolutely post a picture of that horrifying gross man. Okay. He's a he's a fucking walking. Yeah, nose. that's not his nose. <laughs> that There's used, no that's, way that's, that's his putty. nose. That's just putty. Yeah, that it's also like, like when you formed. see pictures of Lovecraft, like that guy was also a horrifying ghoul man. I think it's also the his eyes are slightly crossed and he looks a little befreckled, which befreckles on an old man don't really work. A befreckled old man. Befreckled old man. He, he is, he's creepy as shit. 
Um, but yes, the hotel had electricity, the first in the city. Ooh. The first of its kind to have electricity. Uh, the light bulb had not yet been invented. The hotel was popular with salesmen traveling by rail. There was a train stop oh, in the city. Oh, people who like to ride the rails? Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> hobos. <laughs> um, they could both... Hobos and vacuum salesmen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, why the salespeople liked this hotel is they could both sleep there and hold business meetings there. They had like a meeting Oh, room. they had a conference center. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had a business center. Yeah, they had a conference They had breakfast. A, exactly. Internet, yep. It was fantastic. It was shitty old danishes and stale coffee yep and then ten dollars um, for a minute of inner and then they access. could also hobnob a with dollar little, a page to print yep. yeah yeah motherfuckers. we've all been there yep that's, that's um, because in olden times they had to set up the printing press <laughs> in the back room hang on i'm typesetting it'll, it'll be about an hour it was someone just on a typewriter typing what you typing, told them yeah. to <laughs> read it back to me red dictated but not red um, but the locals would also gather there as sort of like a relaxation place because it had a bar. So it was kind of like a very fancy place for people and like travelers so and locals. it was locals. like the coolest place in Shitsville. In a town of five people at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coolest place in Shitsville. Yeah. Um, that was their motto for a while. Yes. It probably still is. TM. The coolest place in Shitsville. TM. Um, Originally, the hotel had 24 rooms, but it expanded in 1916 to add another 20. Um, Oh, that's a lot. That's almost double. Yeah. And the hotel went through quite a large renovation in 1993. What the hell? Do you hear that? I feel like that was a noise that only dogs could hear. Yeah. (laughs) Think of somebody's brakes outside. Hawoo. Anyway, um, so about the renovation, the website said in 1993 when they did a complete rehaul, like they tried to make it go back to the glory days of what, you know, Mr. Palmer would have seen in the hotel. Um, they say, however, some of the comforts to which society had become accustomed have been added. They're talking about shitters. I was like indoor plumbing, indoor plumbing. They're talking they about shitters. They had an shitters. outhouse up until the 90s? No, they had oh. one bathroom for everybody to share up until 1993. Oh, it was like a college dorm. Yes. So they yeah. um, they decrease the number of rooms to 19. So there's only 19 the rooms now. And they each have their own toilet. Traveling salesmen all sharing a bathroom is like <sighs> the worst version of a frat house. Can I, yeah. Can I tell you a poop story? Sure, sure, dear. <laughs> okay. We can't uh, say no now. I, all to, the listeners are clamoring for it. Like, wait, to, Bob's going to talk about poop? The internet's like, poop? The, yeah, the internet. But, okay, so while I was in high school. When I was in high school. Uh, no, no, middle school, I think. Uh, I went to a basketball camp in madison wisconsin and it was in at the uh, oh. madison university of madison so i was st- we were staying in the dorms mm-hmm. i was so terrified of having to take a shit i there think you've told me this that story. i didn't poop yeah. for a week yeah you didn't what? tell me this story. yeah i didn't poop for a week that's unnatural it, that is yeah, did you no, keep eating yeah and i was and i was playing basketball somehow managed to not shit my pants the the this and is you all were true just, you were b- I think you're lucky you were playing basketball because otherwise it just you were burning off the calories. Yeah. I feel like otherwise they it just, just would have accumulated and collected. Yeah. And I would have died. You would have Vesuvius right out your fucking mouth. Yeah. yeah. So I, I played basketball. Didn't shit for a week. My dad laughed at me a lot. And then I, I finally pooped after a week when I got home. Did, Did you poop for like six like days? Poop? It was real big. Was it the massivest poop ever? It was. It was a two three. It was a two tree bowl. Was it the coolest thing in Shitsville? It was the. It was the biggest thing in Shitsville. <laughs> wow. Anyway, well, dear. How did you survive college then? Did you grow up by that point? Did I grow up? But no, did dear. You know, did I you, had you not. Didn't did shit you learn how to shit in public places? No. No. No, I had not. <laughs> well, I was it. Look, I, I went to I went to USC. It's in the middle of the fucking South Central. You can just shit anywhere you want down there. So you would rather shit in outside public than in a shared yeah, bathroom. Natural. 
Oh I'm like a bear. I'm like a bear. I'm like a trash panda. Yeah, I'm just I'm walking around pooping. More yeah. bear than man. I just I just didn't wear pants. Yeah, I just walked I to just, class. Yeah. Poop, 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 poop. Little road apples along it's, my way. Yep. It's fine. That's how I find my way back to the dorm room. Follow the poop. Follow the poop stream. Because that was before Google Maps. Yeah. Um. <laughs> good God. Anyway, did you have a story you wanted to tell us, dear? So anyway, yeah, they um, <laughs> story about poop. They decreased the number of rooms to 19, and they each had their own poop hole. So they I'm sorry, <laughs> I was so that was, by poop oh my hole. gosh, I was like your foam came up a lot too. Yeah. Um, uh, so they had to cut the number of rooms more than in half. Yes, because they needed giant shitters. They just needed a bathroom in <laughs> each the, room. But them, a, them big Midwestern. Big, turds. Yes. Have you seen the size of Midwesterners? We yeah. are a large, large people. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of fucking Scandinavian, Scandinavian immigrants. And it's Germans. like you ever have it's Thor take a shit at your house? It's big. Because Minnesota was No, no, I can't say that I have. Well, I had Thor take a shit at my house before. There's a lot of motherfuckers well, in Minnesota I think Minnesota he's only ever gone number one in my house, mm. to my knowledge. Oh, well. That's, still I mean, powerful still, stream. still massive. Good though. stream. Yeah. <laughs> still Over, double flush. The it's bowl a, overflows. He had to use the bathtub. And the mop. Fills it up. the fuck up. fucking winged helmet. I'll be back in a moment. Whiz. <laughs> and you just hear like like a Whoa. gushing waterfall. Like a jet yeah. <laughs> fire hose. Yeah. Fire, fire hose. Fire hose. <laughs> he like power washed my bathtub. It was great. It was great. I mean, you're in very sterile. Yeah, you're it's great. It's fine. So, it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> I took a rubbing salt on eBay. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> made a million bucks. This episode is crazy oh already. Oh my God. <laughs> and we've had half of one shit beer. So, yes. Um, what do you mean at 5%? Yep, 5%. Well, we haven't seen each other in a while, you guys. No. So, how does a lovely place like this end up being haunted? The coolest place in Schittsville? As fuck. Oh. Because this place, and it's all like Minnesota nice of it, is haunted as fuck. Oh, are they polite ghosts? No. Are they able to whistle? They are not, not these ghosts. Uh, they are not polite ghosts. Oh, no. So, some of it might go back to that fire I mentioned earlier um, from the sock. Uh, what the fuck was it called? The sock blow me dot com yep. uh, building. Yep. That's the one. That yep. Um, while there are no record of people dying, it said that there may have been many people hiding in the basement who did die. Why uh, were they hiding in the basement? So they from think Satan. It, from yeah, no, no, they're now <laughs> they Satan and rented a room. <laughs> they knew he was gonna come down to the bar. Yeah. Uh, no, they were saying that it might have been because um, it was, I think, during the winter time. So they thought maybe people who were, were like they vagrants, maybe Hellfire Club was having a monkey party in the basement. Like yes, <laughs> they were just trying to keep warm in a basement, which is always the coldest part of your house. So smart, good yes, job. Yes, but people. it's warmer than outside. Maybe it's like it's warmer in an igloo than outside. Sure. Yeah. Give me your logic. Anyway, <laughs> everything I know about cold I learned from cartoons. Because <laughs> <laughs> you grew up here yep, where it doesn't get that cold. It's not cold here. Um, but anyway, or would it, uh, is it more demonic as the Baggins wants us to believe? Oh, he thinks it's a demon. He does think it's a demon. So I'm not going to get. Did it try and give him spider eyes? No. That came later. Okay. This was mm. still, Nick was uh, still on the show. Oh, did when I had it. Did it leave three scratches on his back? No demonic scratches. Shit demonic bro. shit, bro. No, no demonic shit, bro. No. Um, I'm not going to get too much. How baggy are the cargo pants? This is season seven, so they're still. So they're pretty, pretty baggy. Pretty baggy. But not. Yeah. Not, not, he's not as baggy as like season no. three. He's no. not doing the faux hawk. He doesn't he's have not the faux doing hawk. The hair drapes. No hair drapes. It's more like kind of just pointy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. doing the spike city. Yeah, yes. Sure, sure. And he doesn't have the spider eyes yet. 
Um, I can I can see it in my mind's see eye. It in your mind's eye. And Aaron was thin already, so oh, it was at Aaron that is stage. Thin already. Yes. Mm. So okay. Aaron is super skinny. Not my favorite seasons. No. I mean, fat Aaron is the fat best. Fat Aaron seasons are the best. Um, but I'm not going to get into too much of the episode because that's a whole other. Yeah, I got this you. is a whole I other gotcha. thing of Melly saving that that's one. That's a in whole her other pocket. kettle of spider eyes. Oh, it is. Oh, it's so good. Um, but anyway, I'm going to tell you. There is the episode of Ghost Adventures. It was delightful. And in the episode, the Baggins interviews the owner, Kelly. So according to so the premise of that episode was Kelly, the owner, invited the Bagginses to her place to be like, is this haunted? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, Kelly has had some weird experiences herself in the basement of the hotel. Um, so she was saying that she was approached by a woman who was a, either a psychic or somebody who just... <laughs> a witch! She was a witch! <laughs> and what do we do with witches? Burn the witch! Anyway, <laughs> would you like my apple? <laughs> so anyway, um, she was approached by a woman who claimed to have had a dream telling her to go to the hotel and tell Kelly this. So Those are never good. No. If so, anyone ever comes up to me and is like, I had a dream, I had to tell you something, I'm like, nope, don't want to hear it. Don't yep. want to hear it. Nothing, Nothing good. But, Nothing good. But mm-hmm. guess what? Kelly was like, all right, I'll hear your story. So in this woman's dream, a man appeared on a flight of stairs in the hotel and said, it's time for me to tell my story. And the woman, and told the woman where his body was buried in the hotel. It sounds like a theme song from like a 60s TV show. Yeah. Oh, folks, there's a story about a ghost on the stairs. <laughs> it's like, come and knock on our door. <laughs> come and knock on our door. We've got ghosties for you. We've got ghosties for you. That's, yes. And he stands on the stairs and died in the basement. Three's got body two. <laughs> Precisely. That's all I got. There was a lot of hand dancing. There was. It, was. it was good, good. like jazz hands. You would have liked it, but you can't see it. Um, but anyway, so after she was said, okay, this is where the body was buried, uh, and told Kelly, Kelly took this information, went to the kitchen, got, got one of those self of a shovel, not a shovel, one of those big kitchen spoons. Oh no, the like big, a, the big whacking spoon, the big like kitchen like catering spoon, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. one that's like I know the whacking spoon, the whacking yeah, spoon. Yeah, she gets the whacking spoon. So she goes down to the basement underneath the stairs where the woman told her the body was buried. She starts digging with a spoon, with, with her spoon. Yeah, she starts spooning, spoon. She starts spewing. She starts spewing and she comes across what she thinks are rib bones. Oh no. So she does find bones. Oh great. So she made a stew. So, so she yeah. made a yeah. she made a broth. Exactly. Bone bo- broth. Bone broth. Bone broth. It's good um, for you. So good for you. So she takes She made the bones. a little tunnel for all the ghosts to get out of the fucking ground and into her house. Exactly. Yeah. You so, idiot. So she yeah, why would you spoon if someone said there's a dead person buried under your stairs? Why would you go look? I don't think I, like, I mean you cuz you can't call the police and be like a psychic told me there's a body right. under the stairs. I don't know what you would do so that's she, the voice that I use when I talk to the police yeah. oh, my goodness I don't know where that voice ma'am came can, from. I, can we please get your address <laughs> <laughs> can't you just use the GPS for my cell phone I dropped a pin <laughs> I dropped a pin by the way by the way did surveys on both Twitter and Instagram can you park a boat in a frozen river and come back and get it in the spring thaw. I won on both pools, bitches. I'm it was close, but I won. Fancy tuna, not stupid. A lot of people did think I was stupid, but more people <laughs> agreed with me. There was so, quite so you, a bit of people thinking I was stupid, but there was more people who were like, right. yes, you could leave your boat there. Did you drop an anchor while you were? I dropped a pin. No, and the anchor on the boat. Yeah, I the sure. Bo- you no, didn't you say that. You didn't, you say, didn't that. say that. You didn't say that. I just assumed. And it wouldn't be there. Listeners, I'm disappointed. 
don't anyway no, i love you listeners i'm thank gonna go you. back to this episode thank you <laughs> podcast Sorry. mom i was really back. excited that i won both i expected to win neither <laughs> but you did congratulations um but anyway so she goes she starts digging she finds the bones she puts them in a box something calls her attention away a bone box a bone box just like a box and she was sure. going to figure out like are these just human the box bones where I keep my bones. well she didn't have so i think uh, she was going to then take those bones and be like are they human are they animal what are they something calls her attention back upstairs so she leaves the the spoon and the bone box downstairs That's she goes back upstairs takes care of business comes back down bones are gone Oh, the bones no. are gone. gone. The bones are gone. Does she have a dog? Uh, funny you should mention. <laughs> funny you should mention that though, because uh, around this time too, she claims to have seen an apparition of a black dog or wolf oh. with glowing red, red eyes. eyes. That's the devil. That's the devil. That's the devil. And she just thought hound. nothing of it. And as if I may quote Zach Kelly. Those are demons, bro. Wait, <laughs> those are said? demons, bro. Wait, no, no. I no, actually no. wrote down what he said. That's a demon, that is, bro. Or that's demonic, bro. No, oh, he goes, they, they had to have had demon, bro. Yes. Yeah. He goes, Kelly, that's not good. That's demonic. <laughs> that's what he said to her. You know what? You know what, though? Zach's right. Zach's right. Zach's so it has time. had to have create had demons, have, bro. Yeah, demons, bro. Yeah, Zach had to have had been right at one point. So. <laughs> Christ. But anyway, so it is possible that that was just a story. The, it was the devil going to the psychic in the dream, oh. telling her to have Kelly dig up the body, which is, I yeah. air quoted that shit. Yeah. And then only to find out you have opened a portal to hell because okay. now crazy shit happens in this space. I've decided what I would do. Yes. Hmm. If I started to spewn into the mm-hmm. ground right. and found what I thought was a bone, I would mm-hmm. stop spewing. Yeah. And then I would call the police. That's uh, what I would do. I would not would dig sh- up the bones. I would be like, I found bones in my basement. Come here, tell me they're not human. You're supposed to do touching that. any more of them. And the you're fucking sp- cops would be like, why were you digging a hole in your basement? Because the psychic told me to. Look, it doesn't matter. Just come. There's bones in my fucking basement. It's my it's my property. I if I wanted spoon hole a yeah, fucking if I wanted, staircase, look, I will. A, it's a Thursday night. I had nothing better to do. I decided to do some spewing. Okay. I'm drunk on fucking wild turkey, and I decided to spoon in the basement. Yeah. What? Uh, we got a 438 in progress here. Uh, two crazy, two two crazy two ass crazy, bitches fucking digging up their spoon in the basement. Spoon in the basement. Just, <laughs> just scissor fighting and spooning <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> That's what we get. That's how you get the cops there faster. <laughs> They're scissor fighting and ghosts. Oh, I don't know why. Yeah, that's what I, I. I think as soon as I started to like with my little paintbrush archaeology dig away yep. at a bone. Yep. I would be like, nope. I call nope. the police right now. Yes. I might have still let the demons in, but I would yes. not have made a bone box. Right. No. And you wouldn't. Oh. And then the best part is in the episode, Zach keeps digging a bigger hole, a bigger fucking demon hole. Well, because he's an idiot. He true. kept demon dust and put that's it in his true. fucking museum. That is true. So anyway, a bunch of weird shit also now happens in the basement. Well, so she made a portal to hell. She yeah. did. So they do. This hotel does lean into the ghostiness. Oh. They do give ghost oh, tours. Um, and one woman who was a guest at the hotel, um, there's a video of it, which they played on the Ghost Adventures episode. She was possessed by something in the basement. Sure. And it was, you and know. she started scissor fighting people? No. Uh, no. <laughs> she, um, what she did she was. Scissor fighting a dog. Mm, just, mm. No, she she was seen like on camera. I'm just going to ignore the two of you. Bobby's a vision in his head of a woman scissor fighting a, do- a demon dog now, and he's delighted. He by is it. delighted. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yes, it is. That dog didn't want to hold still. <laughs> Speaking dumb. of stupid, oh, the woman shit. was seen on camera, kind of possessed. So she had the wild, crazy eyes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she kept saying in her like so sweet Minnesota accent. 
The dogs are down here. I've got to take care of them. The dogs are down here. And they want to assist or fight. I got to take care of them. But what dogs? The demon dogs. She was possessed by the devil. I'm and the de- and the devil wanted a fucking dog. The devil wanted a fucking dog. dog. Well, he's the devil. He can do what he wants. That's right. Yeah. Well, he can take the shape of the dog to fuck you. People are into that. It's gross. He can take the f- shape of two dogs and fuck himself. Oh yeah. Think about that. Yeah, that's a fun Tuesday. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> what did you do on Tuesday? Well, I, I turned into I two turned dogs, into and, two fuck dogs and fuck myself. <laughs> Huh. I took turns like switching it up, seeing if there yeah. was a difference. There yeah, is there a there difference is a in texture. Difference. Dog number one's ding dong's a lot. Uh, yeah, it's a, a lot. It's a lot more firm. Yeah, death, yeah. wetness, a little strange, cool. a little bit different. So one way was girthier. Anyway, they're also I'm not going to tell you which one I preferred, but yeah, they were different. You they're, should try it. They're also not different bad, just different, different. <laughs> there have also been other experiences it's all elsewhere. The of the rainbow in the hotel. I'm moving out of the basement now. Is red better than green? We don't know. Not really. Nope. Christmas. It's uh, but no, there have been all plenty Nothing of other says experience. Christmas, like turn it into two dogs and fucking yourself. By <laughs> guests and employees alike throughout the rest of the hotel. Damn. She slammed her notebook at us. My guest mom just dropped the fucking hammer. Is not having this. Let me do it. You can't talk about two dogs fucking themselves and not expect us to. I didn't talk about two dogs fucking themselves. You two did. (laughs) I have nothing to do with this. I blame you. you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I firmly blame you. You brought this on yourself. Room number seventeen is also supposedly haunted by the ghost of a woman named Lucy. Bob is delighted by this. We're having such a great time. Yeah, you definitely win this episode, by the way. I'm calling it right now. Uh, Lucy has been known to uh, drop temperatures in the room drastically in a short amount of time. So by one, dropping deuces? Yep, so like she just dropped temperature deuces. It's a good thing they added all those all extra bathrooms. So one evening, a paranormal group from New York um, actually recorded temperatures in the room, started out at their base temperature of 68 degrees, and in a two-hour time span, it dropped down to negative one degrees in the room where you could see your Wow, two hours? Two hours. From basically 70 degrees? To negative one. That's insane. Yep. Um, Lucy is also known to sit in one of the chairs. So in the room, there are two sitting chairs. Do they know who Lucy is? It's like she like someone who died in the hotel? Or? They think she was a prostitute who was oh. murdered in the hotel a by a man. Night. A lady of the night mm-hmm. who was murdered by a guy who haunts another room named Raymond. Oh. Snowden. Yes. I, That's my girl. Raymond. Snowden. Um, but so, yeah. So she's known to sit like sitting in one of the two armchairs that they have in the room. So they always say, try to keep one of the armchairs open because if two people are sitting in there, she will not Shit like it. Yeah, she does not like it. Um, she also does not like boys in her room at all. So if you come in there and start like moving stuff around, like bed sheets and things like that, she gets very agitated. And she that's when the temperatures will drop and she'll like just start causing a bunch of problems because she wants you out of her room. Uh, is it like only like so if a boy comes in and tries to change the sheets... It she, shit happens. Yeah. But if a girl comes and tries to change the sheets, it's better. It's better. This is something that a male st- housekeeper made up so that he didn't have to clean that room. Yeah, I think so. He's just like, I, <laughs> I don't want to clean this. Um, but as a ghost. <laughs> but Lucy has also made herself uh, uh, known. So she's uh, she's appeared as an apparition. Sure. Um, they've reported seeing her in her chair smoking a cigarette with the left side of her face beat up and the right side oh. of her head hanging off, like the scalp. Oh, oh no! Is hanging oh, off her oh, skull. Oh, no. she's gross. Um. 
Yes. So, but another room is Raymond, where who was supposedly her pimp. He also is in there, and he does not like people talking about the fact that he was a pimp and that he may have murdered poor Lucy. Um, because there's one story that I read of a woman who was in there, and she just kept getting this feeling of anger every time they were talking about Raymond and mm-hmm. about how he was a real mean guy and he was a pimp. And she just goes, "I don't think he wants you to focus on the negatives in his life. I think he wants to try to be remembered for you know before he was for a pimp. all his great acts and pimpingness. Exactly. Absolutely." Yeah, that's right. ABP, man. ABP. ABP. Always be. Always. You know the ABCs? This is the ABPs. A-A-A. Always. B-B. P-Pimpin. Always. B-Pimpin. Because if you and Pimpin, you simpin. Thing. I'll keep going. No, it's it's <laughs> fine, babe. Um, but yeah, so as the woman was like, I think he doesn't want us to talk about this. They changed the subject and she noticed that the like tension and the feeling in the air went down. So like Raymond was a little bit happier. Hmm. Um, in... They also um, <laughs> yes. There are also reports of a young boy who sits at the top of the staircase only to disappear. Um, it said that a young boy died of the flu in the building, so oh, okay. he still haunts it. Oh. Um, and he will also bounce a ball up and down the hallway in the middle of the night, like you can hear a boy playing. Oh, is it like if you leave him a ball, or it he will has roll. a ghost ball? He has a ghost ball, but okay. then if a little you... bit of a little column A, little column B. Yeah. Okay. If you leave him one, he'll play with it, but he's got his own. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe he got a better ball. Um, people he have, likes new balls. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who, Who doesn't, doesn't love a new set of balls? Yes. Um, people have also heard footsteps in the rooms above them throughout the night only to find out that either nobody was in the room directly above them or... They were on the top floor. They were on the top oh, floor. Oh, that's the fucking creepiest, man. Oh, the man. top floor one's creepy. That's the creepiest. Um, they had that at the Hotel Del Coronado. Ooh. The like footsteps in the room above them and then they're like, well, that's the roof. Yeah, that would exactly. creep me out. You're on Who's the staying in the room above me? They're being very loud and very obnoxious. Nobody. The demons. I, the demon dog. Well, they that can is do what they like then, I guess. <laughs> um, I am, hold on, please. Oh, no, she brought out props. Oh, God, brought out, she brought out technology out. props. No, I'm going to end by telling the tale of um, a former night clerk who experienced... Nigel Porter, the night porter? Yes. Okay. Nigella Porter. Okay, night Nigella porter. Porter. Nigella um, She porter. experienced, like, pretty much all of this in her two short months that she was the night clerk there. So she experienced a bunch of this stuff. So I'm going to, from the Palmer House website, I'm going to read to you her tale, her experience, which I think is good to end. All right. Tell us about Nigella. Tell us the shit, All right, here we go. I'm going to use the Wisconsin accent only because I'm not very good at the Minnesota one. How different are they? Slightly. It is it is different. Like you listen, there's more like Minnesota. Like there's the O's instead of Minnesota. It's so, it's long. All right. Coffee. During my brief stint as the night clerk, a number of explainable events occurred. I did get weirded out a few times, but I never actually felt frightened or threatened in any way. That is important to point out, as I generally consider myself somewhat of a wimp Mm -hmm. when it comes to scary stuff. All right. In fact, my concern about staying up all night, (laughs) every night in a A large old haunted hotel almost kept me from taking the job in the first place. By profession, I am a sixth grade Catholic school teacher. Okay. Who got a job as a night clerk? God, times are tough. Well, they don't, yeah, they tough, don't pay well. They, they don't, don't pay well. Gotta pay for those school supplies somehow. Um, oh, the night clerk position seemed like a great summer diversion. It certainly turned into the most unusual job I ever had. Ever. I'm gonna skip, skip, skip. Oh, that's why they, she was there for two months. She was there for the summer. She was there for the summer, yeah. yeah. Um, she would say, I was a little nervous on my first my first night. Uh, as with any new job, I wanted to be sure I made good first impression. I vacuumed the dining room and made sure that all of the tables were set with placemats and silverware. I was slightly disgusted that on several tables, the silverware seemed to have been thrown haphazardly. 
Oh, no. But I strained it all out and went to check the bathrooms. An hour, a few hours later, I went to double check that everything was clean. I can't do this sex anymore. When I checked the dining room, man, I was like, I'm getting sick of my own voice. Um, when I checked the dining room, many of the sets of silverware had been moved. And this is a common thing that people will say, like oh. the ghost will come in with the silverware. Coming around moving silverware. Just fucking yep. the silverware. Now, being a good Catholic, I said a half dozen Hail Marys and straightened them all out again. Uh, <sighs> then I went to the pub and found a fire blazing in the fireplace. Not so unusual, except it was about 90 degrees outside. Oh, oh. wow. So the ghost just started a fire. Um, Random I fire started. Yep. I didn't panic, but I did leave the pub quickly and said a very heartfelt our father uh, she didn't extinguish the hellfire she did not put out the hellfire she just said our father and fucked off gotcha yeah and like any good catholic would do yeah um i figured Don't there was a re- satan's fire man <laughs> i i felt i I've, would fuck with satan's fire just <laughs> a little bit um i figured there was a reasonable explanation but i haven't uh heard it yet <laughs> uh the owner insists that the gas connection to the fireplace is turned off during the summer so there would have been no reason for the fire to have started yeah, on its own for sure um other odd occurrences included lobby lamps that would go on without explanation. Old sometimes lobby lamps. Sometimes I could turn them off, and other times it would stay on. How fucking scary is that? And you keep turning a light off, and on, it's just, and it stays on. Yeah, yeah. that would creep me um, out. I eventually unplugged one particular lamp that became too creepy. If also, I unplugged it and it continued to stay on, then I would be. Super I'd, be, I'd walk out. out. I'd be like, nope. Done. You know what? You can I, have it now. Yeah, I do not want to clean your uh, hotel in the middle of the night. Um, this. Uh, let's see the faucet in the waitress station would turn on occasionally but only would run a minute for, or so and then turn off mm-hmm. um, the silverware was moved so often that eventually I just gave up trying to straighten them out until <laughs> just before she left at 7 o'clock in the morning oh this like it, fuck it I'm just yeah stu- exactly I'm, yeah. I'm so sick of this fucking stop moving no, the goddamn silverware why would you do a job you know you're gonna have to redo five times throughout exactly. the night just do it once at the end and then there was the cold, and I mean cold. As I said, this was summer, and I usually wore shorts and sleeve a shirt to work, but after the first two nights, I learned to bring a sweatshirt and pants. At about 3.15 a.m., it got so cold, I could almost see my breath. Oh, wow. Whoa. That first week, she must have been fucking freezing in I, shorts. Fuck. And a sleeveless shirt? Yeah. I'd been like, nah. Going to like empty rooms and grab. There. No. Not in the, in the summertime. Summer. There were a couple of decorative throws in the lobby. I would put on my sweats, wrap the throws around me, and curl up in a chair for the coldest 20 to 25 minutes ever. So she would just like bundle up until the cold stopped. She would just like hunker down for the winter. Exactly. And then she'd go, okay, I'm all better now. It's like 25 minutes later, the ghost spirits will have gone away. They would have done their thing. She would then been able to go back about her business. That's crazy. I just fucking hell. Um... The strangest encounter happened to her in mid-July. The bartender had left for the night at about 12.30 a.m. I had checked the doors and just finished vacuuming the dining room. I went in to vacuum the pub and was startled, okay, really freaked out, to see a young man standing at the bar. My mind was racing to figure out where he had come from and how he had gotten in. He was a nice enough looking guy in his mid-20s. He asked if he could get a beer. I said, I thought so, like any good Minnesotan at 12 o'clock in the morning, and checked out uh, the taps to make sure they didn't lock at night. Seeing that they did indeed work, I asked what kind he would like. He said what my choice would be, and I jokingly said, I like the brand with the canoe handle. Sure. What is that, Kona? I like canoes. I like one canoe. I think it might be Landing Kugels. Yeah, I was like, I don't think it'd be Kona. I don't think you get Hawaiian beers in Minnesota, do you? Maybe. (laughs) Probably not. It's probably Liney. It's probably a Liney. Um, he laughed and said that would be fine. What do I owe you? He asked. I told him I had no idea because I was the night clerk and not a bartender. Uh, yeah, I was like, why is she even serving just him? I know. Guy, this isn't my job. Beer. Yeah. 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 Can I have a beer? A homeless person wandered it off the street. There's a bitch in there gives you free beer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> free beer. They don't card you or nothing. nothing. They give her that canoe beer for free. <laughs> not for free. You go in that time. The canoe beer is the best one. <laughs> 
She goes, I asked him if $2 sounded fair. He produced a $10 pill. Oh, now we've got another problem. I said, I don't have access to any change. So I told him that he would either have to have four more beers or he could see if he had any other money. I like this woman. Yeah. <laughs> She's giving out $2 beers at midnight. Yeah. When the bar and, is and when you can't a strange change, She's like, just have four more. Just have more. I more. like this lady. Or give to me what money is in your pockets. And so he came up with um, five quarters. I explained this was his lucky night and that beer happened to be on sale for a dollar 25 this lady's great i was still trying to figure out where this guy came from he gave me the quarters thanked me and went into the lobby he had his quarters he headed up the steps and i breathed a very deep sigh of relief clearly this guy was a hotel guest i did throw in a few hail marys just in case so i did my work straightened the silverware twice that night and put the quarters in the drawer of the front desk end of story the next evening was my night off but my family went into the pub to have a drink after attending a play that my daughter was in kelly the owner was there and i laughingly revealed my ghost story from the previous night I explained that it was the guest that had stayed there. She went a little white and disappeared for a few minutes. When she returned, she asked which room he was in. I said I had no idea. I was just glad I knew how he had gotten into the building. When she pressed about the room number, she said she would need to make sure that housekeeping cleaned the room. I told her, just look for the room with the empty beer glass. She laughed and went to check the rooms. None of the rooms had been slept in. No one had checked in or out. And the beer glass was never found. Never found. Never found. He took it back to hell with him. Yeah, that's right. So there you go, boys and girls. That is the story. That's pretty badass. Of that's pretty badass. I like Hotel. that story. Because that was a real glass that she handed him. Yep. And it's, it's like, not like it was real a ghost glass. Yeah. yeah. And it's a fucking beer ghost. Yeah, and he wanted beer. For a beer show. For a beer show. So that is the for story. For a ghost and beer show. For a ghost and beer show of the Palmer House Hotel, Restaurant, and Pub in Sock Center, Spelled the British way, Minnesota. The end. Lovely. That's a good story. Yay. Tell us about your beer. So that brings me to my beer. Now, it is neither from Minnesota, but it is a beer that most Minnesotans drink, and a lot of Minnesotans, at least at the university, dress as. It is St. Pauli Girl. Um, St. Paul, Minnesota? No. St. Pauli no, Brewery. No, I'm just saying. It, 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 yeah, St. Paul, Minnesota, no, yeah. which is one half of the Twin Cities campus that I went to school in. Um, but this is actually a German beer uh, brewed in Germany. Um, and as Vanessa mentioned earlier, brewed in strict accordance with the German purity law, 1516. It's not good. It's, it's not very not good. good. Um, I mean, it's I did drink empty. It. Yeah, it's I drank it all. It's gone, but it's 5% alcohol. So if you are into gross beer, you can pound this. It tastes like a shitty Heineken. Yeah. It's like, or, a sh- yeah, it's like a like shitty a, rolling yeah, rock. Yeah, it's like a shitty rolling rock. Yeah. Um, I'm going to blame the fact that this beer was imported by St. Pauli Brewery in St. Louis. I'm going to blame St. Louis. Fuck on this you, one. Missouri. That's, That's right. what that is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not good, but I mean, I did drink it's it. It's beer yeah. flavored beer. I mean, it's, it's beer flavored beer. I think if you were to have six of them, it'd be fine. It's 5%. Mm-hmm. It's a light beer. But it's As like I if they saying, give you a choice between this and Budweiser, you should probably, I would probably Budweiser. Budweiser. Yeah. If there's something else on top, it's probably better. Yeah. But this beer definitely nostalgia moment for me because. Because there was, I was explaining earlier before the podcast, there was a restaurant called like Big Ten that was Big Tits. Big t- okay, because I'm in the Big She's Ten conference. She's got a ten, dude. A ten. Ten tits. So every well, like. they were like all in the dirndls, which are just corsets. Just They're corsets just German for, yeah. corsets. Dirndls, dude. Dirndls. Make all tits a ten, dude. So you yeah. go into the restaurant and they have like all the St. Pauli girl signs and everyone drinks the St. Pauli beer. It was like very large, like at that Big Ten shop. Mm-hmm. And then. Like I said, the girls would dress up as the same poly girl for Halloween. Lovely. So yeah, yeah no, it makes perfect there. sense. So there you go. Your college-ish town, Ish. college-ish beer. Makes That's perfect right. sense. That's right. Good Italian. story. No. Not a great That's beer, it. but a good time nonetheless. So Sorry come back. we got you so mad. 
No, it's fine. fine. I'm sure. I apologize for nothing. This is not the first time, nor the last, where you guys will no, bug me. I regret nothing. That's right. Come back later. And, well, come back later. Just, we're going to hit pause. Just we'll don't gonna go be back. Away. Vanessa's got more. Hot yogurt in the city. Wah, wah. I thought Bob was doing your cold opens this episode. Why? Well, I, I said did, no. I did the cold open. The only I said one that no. Mattered. Thank you. You fuck. And I'm going to do the second one now. Yeah, she got mad at me because it was so good. So Vanessa, it's a little bit of revisionist history right I, there. That, yep, it's the only history I remember. <laughs> this is some fucking fake history news, is written written by the victor, so, and I win. So not you, apparently. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. So no. Vanessa, yeah. Do you did you take notes? I did take notes on um, your university. I did. So I went specific, and I went to. I went to two colleges because I am just that cool. Because I'm so smart. I am just that fun. Um, I'm just that indecisive as most teenagers are. Um, so I picked one of the two colleges that I went to because it had a shit ton of ghost stories. Yes. As you get with many old East Coasty schools. That's right. So I am bringing you the many tales of haunted NYU. Nah. No. Uh, so I didn't actually do a lot of research about NYU itself, so I don't know how old that school is, but it's real fucking old. Guess what? Real old, real it's, it's in a, New York. It's a real it's New York university. It's, it's one in of Greenwich the, it, Village. Yep. It was one of the first public universities in New York. It's one of the biggest public universities, I think, that exists. In Matthew Broderick lives in Greenwich Village. Yeah. So does Alec Baldwin. Sure. So does Amanda Seyfried. So do a bunch of smelly homeless people. Mm, it, less... But they're still there. Yeah. Yes. It's That's found true. in 1831. 1831. Hey, a long work. ass time ago. Yep. So, uh, so New York University, if you've never been to New York, you should fucking go. It's delightful. But NYU is a different school than most colleges in that its campus is the city of New York. Yeah. So there is no like central quad and like th- this building's here and that building's there. Like it's spread out mostly throughout the village and like Union Square area. But uh, they like have classes in fucking Brooklyn. They have classes all over Manhattan. That seems very inconvenient for yeah. students. There's the. It's funny. Oh, I've got a class at this time, and I have an hour to get to Brooklyn. Yeah. Good luck. Well, and it would happen like you would write out your schedule, and then you'd be like, "Oh, where's this building?" And you'd be like, "It's 17 blocks away, and I have 15 minutes to get there." And you'd be like, "Well, nope. I hope the lights are with me because." <laughs> I gotta fucking just run. I'm gonna take my jogging shoes. Yeah, exactly. Take your jogging shoes. Hop on your courier bicycle. Yeah. See, this is where don't those... get hit by cars. Or doing. Or doing. Say, so... hey, I'm biking here, and you yeah. slam on oh, the hood. Yeah. When I went there, the Brooklyn part of the school is very small, but now apparently there's two huge buildings up there, including one building for Tish, which is the art school, which yeah. is the school that I went to, and there's a dorm up there now. And I'm Whoa. like, I can't fucking imagine if you like. We're, which I'm sure they don't do to people, but I'm like, what if you're like in the law school, yeah. which is like downtown, and you, you live get in Brooklyn, fucking Brooklyn housing? <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> the other thing about NYU is that they will do they give you a bus pass? They have buses. They have New York University buses, okay. so they will bus you around. But you gotta fucking wait for the bus, and you if that doesn't coincide with your class if that, schedule, if the bus or that you miss bus it. is late, you're Oof. you're running or you're fucked. 
Um, just don't go to class. But yeah, they that's will, right. Yeah. That's what's because up. I'm smirked. Smirked. Yeah. <laughs> They will also, if you're an undergrad at NYU, they will guarantee you housing. Oh, okay. Which is not something that most colleges do. And a lot of students take them up on it because like housing in New York is incredibly expensive. It's very pricey. Yeah. It's very expensive at NYU as well, but it's significantly cheaper. Jesus. And they put you with five roommates that you know are all kind of like you as opposed to just some random person you found on craigslist gotcha Hmm. um fair so all most of nyu is based around washington square park um that's where the first like campus sprung up and now it's really it centers like it's all on all four sides of that and then it seeps down a little bit into union station like i said but the big majority of the campus is considered to be centered on washington square park okay um so washington square park is a 9.75 acre public park in the middle of Greenwich Village. Um, That's where the coke addicts live. Ye oldie times. Meth. It was Indian land and it was called Ye old Indian land. It was called Saponikan. The wall. Saponikan. Yep. Which means the bad land. It means tobacco field. Tobacco. Oh, oh. Because oh. um, the Indians used to grow tobaccos there. Um, and it, no, you, sense no sense to me. No. And it used to have a creek running through it. Um, and it used to like sort that of creek divide is now part of the city. Shit. Yeah, I was going to say, now, now it's it now is sewage. It's been renamed as Poop River. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it used to have Minette Creek, which is funny because Minette's a street that runs through the village. And ah. So that makes sense to me. But so the, and the creek was like a dividing line for like property or like for a while when the city started getting closer and closer closer to the wild the outlands right uh it started to be like the city line and stuff so the creek was there for a good long time gotcha. so it used to be indians lived there indigenous brown people yeah and then a bunch we of murdered them. people came <laughs> and took murdered. their lands and made it farmland we said hey this is ours now well, hey, this dutch people did now dutch people did i didn't do that i'm not dutch the dutch master I i'm take, not dutch either. i take no responsibility for that you know what? i'm not dutch either look my family you, committed dutch. atrocities but not dutch atrocities they're so. different atrocities different um, so then in 1643, the state made it uh, made it farmland for what they called, quote, half freed slaves. Oh, how do you mm. be half freed? So it like, what is it like? Is it like a work study? Your left side is free. No, no, no. I had to look it up. And basically what it is, is they set you up with a farm and then you farm for them. You give them a profit of what you make, but you farm it yourself. You live in your own house. You don't have a master, as it were. But any children that you have are born slaves and go back into the fucking system. Oh, yeah. It seems pretty shitty. Yeah, that seems like a shitty deal. I wouldn't sign up for it. Fuck that. I'd snip um, my dick off if I were that it's guy. A, yeah. it's, a, it's a slave factory, essentially. Yeah, it's like it's a way for them to get a bunch of crops for for free because you're Just giving part of them. Farm to- it yourself, white people. What the fuck? No, lazy Dutch people. Ah, um, so yeah. was that they're for- busy. They're busy ro- smoking cigars and. I don't give a fuck. They're busy making wooden shoes. And- busy making wooden <sighs> shoes. God also damn it, white people. Windmills and That's pencils. German. Yeah. It's more Doesn't German. Matter. Pretzels too. I was thinking of Pennsylvania Dutch. Pencils. <laughs> Pretzel pencils. <laughs> um, so then in 1797, New York purchased the land mm-hmm. and turned it into a potter's field. Oh. Oh. Uh, Where you which, grow pot? Yeah, which if you don't know what a potter's field is, I don't know what it's it is. A mass cemetery for poor, indigent, and criminal peoples. Oh, oh good. Um, it's so it, there's a ton of fucking potter's fields all over New York City. There's a one that's like there's an island off the coast that used to be a prison that the whole fucking thing's a fucking potter's field. Uh-huh. To this day, it's where the city currently puts all their indigent uh. unknown 
bodies in mass graves All right. and they number them and then sometimes they have to be like we need one specific body from hole number 47 and they gotta oh. go dig that shit up oh gross boy um it's terrible but why is it called a potter's field I don't know. Okay. Well. Okay. So what happens is the soil. The soil. It gets really, really fertile. And mm-hmm. then they then harvest said soil. Uh-huh. They put it and they sell it to people who pot plants. Oh. Yeah. yeah because they make of all people the, manure. All the nitrates yes. from the dead bodies. From the yeah. dead bodies. It it grows the most excellent, succulent flowers. Most succulents. Succulent. Succulent. Succulents. That's right. I said it. It's now true. Yeah. So then in the 1700s and early 1800s, uh, New York had a few really big troubles with yellow fever. So then the potter's field got really fucking full. Oh, yeah. Of all the... Because yeah. at this and you point, don't want to pot that plant No, because now. at this point, it's still on the outskirts of the city because what's considered New York City is still pretty much just downtown. Gotcha. Sure. Um, so they're like, oh, all of these diseased corpses, we're going to bury them like out in the in the outlands. And so uh-huh. they buried them in what is now fucking Greenwich Village. Oh. Whoops. Yeah. Jersey. <laughs> That's where they bury them now. Yeah. No, they bury them on this fucking island. They just throw them into the nuclear um, power plants. They also Chris during Christie's this backyard. time yeah. were using it as a uh, they were using it as a, a place where they would hang people. Oh, good, a hangery, a hangery, a hangery? Uh, mostly for uh, for people of brown color. Mm. Um, and one woman in particular, racist hangery. Yes, one woman in particular was Visit a woman. scenic New York's hangery. It's like <laughs> it's like something you know. It's like it's you like put Cedarburg. It on a t-shirt. Yeah, back where we grew up, where it's like oh, all the buildings still have the original wooden floors. This is the original hangman's news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there is one tree in particular they call the hangman's elm. Uh-huh. Uh, the sure. trees are 150 I, years old. I bet I know what they did there. Uh, yeah. They strangely enough they used to hang people there. Oh, wow. The children would hang from it by their knees. It's <laughs> fun time. It's quaint <laughs> from their shoelaces. Well, one in particular that like made a lot of public outcry was they hung um, a a slave named Rose Butler mm. because apparently she burned down the house of her master. On purpose? But I think that she was like in a very bad situation and she was, and I don't know that she was a slave so much as she was like an indentured servant kind of a mm. thing. New York at that point, I'm not 100% it was sure. A, it was an elaborate insurance scheme that he could blame on the slave kind of? Kind of. And mm. then she hung for it yeah, yeah. Um, on Hangman's Elm and that became like one of the last ones they ever did there. Um, by the way, that tree still in the fucking park. Still wow. there. Creepy. Okay. Um, so they say that over there's like discussion about how many bodies were buried there, but they think somewhere in the neighborhood of fifteen to twenty thousand people. Okay. That's an were, ass load of people. Were, Small town were buried. Yes, bigger like just twice the size of your old fucking town. Dead people in Washington Square Park more than three times. Um. So in the eight. In 1826, it became a military parade ground, uh, which pfft. was used. No, no, stomp on the dead. It was like they, <laughs> clop, 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 and then a hand bu- buster. And they're like, step on it. Like, hey, quiet down up there. We're trying to sleep <laughs> forever. We're just trying to die of yellow fever. Um, trying to enjoy the peace and quiet for once. They, I, they were, they used it to, for like training exercises and stuff. It wasn't like an. I don't know why they call it a parade ground. It was basically like a military installation. Okay. Um, I also don't know. Like 1826, that's like we're still fighting Britain at that point. I mean, we're, we're definitely fighting with some them. brown people. There's some wars. We're going not on. civil warring yet. No. I mean, War of 1812 just happened 12 years before. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. It's we're not super warry. I sh- I'm sure it wasn't great. Anyway, so around this time that it becomes the military parade ground, it starts to, like, the neighborhood starts to pop up around it because it's this big, lovely green space. It's very well manicured because the military is in charge of it. Yeah. So all these fancy buildings start popping up around it. It becomes, like, 
real estate. Like people start to they really gentrify like it. the fuck out of it that. Starts- shit. They gentrified the fuck out of the. Out of the, out of the plague fields, yes. It stinks. So it starts to become a popular neighborhood in, 18, in the 1820s. That's wow. how fucking old this is. Nice. Um, in the 1850s, it became a park. Lovely. Um, and then in 1889 is when uh, was the centennial anniversary of George Washington's presidency. And that's when they officially named it George Washington Park. And they built that arch, which is called the George Washington Memorial Arch. And it's and made so entirely cool. of wooden teeth. You know, it was made of plaster because it was temporary. It was supposed to be there for the year. But people loved it so fucking much they made it out that of they wood tore teeth. it down and then they built up a new one out of like concrete. And then they, teeth. as they were digging the, the base, for it, they had to move all the dead bodies that were down there still. They, like, just, hey, they just like pushed the coffins and the bones to the side and like put the bases for the arch down there. Yes, that's, that's, yeah. Yo, we need more room for the footings. Get these skulls hey, out of the way. Hey, move yes. the fuck over. We'll just use them, grind them up, put them in the cement mixer. Hey, I'm building here. <laughs> yeah. And if you, I did do the shoulder thing. Yeah. And if you don't know what the George, what the arch looks like from Washington Square Google Park, it. Google it. It looks it. exactly like the Arc de Triomphe from Paris. It is yeah. a like smaller replica. Smaller. People are, like inspired by. I'm like, it's the exact same fucking arch. Look, not inspired by, copied. Yeah. Smaller than, made entirely out of uh, French fries. Yep. Um, that's American. So that's when the arch went in, and the arch has been there ever since. McDonald's. And then arch. in the eighteen in the nineteen thirties, they tried to put roads through it because at this point no. it's like the city has really built up around it. Yeah. And it stops. I think it stops from third to sixth. Like you can't drive straight through third to sixth, mm-hmm. um, like east to west on the island because there are it's parked there. Yeah. So they tried to open it up and put roads in there. No whoever the governor was at the time and Eleanor Roosevelt who lived there and was super fond of the fucking park she used to walk her little puppo in the park all the time did she hold her girlfriend's hand did they go strolling no because at this point she's first lady Um, well that doesn't mean she had her lesbian lover when she was first lady it was like mostly after though Mm. Um, but no so she was just like fuck no and she organized a bunch of other fucking bitches together and got them to keep it as a fucking park hey it's me governor Mook Mookerson and I really want to put some roads through you stupid ass I'm Eleanor Roosevelt I'm not having it hey, do you well, know my shit. husband Franklin president no. fuck I'm, you I, I mean will, I've heard of him I will sick my tiny adorable dog on you I don't like tiny dogs I will mm. I will acquiesce to your requests good uh, in the 1960s, it became very popular as a hotspot for the counterculture movement. So yeah. it was overrun with hippies and beatniks, Ugh. as and it is still. Fucking Just, heroin. And that's where the smell came from. Yeah, pretty hey, much. It's been around since um, the 60s. It's also where like uh, like a bunch of artists have always fucking lived there. Mm-hmm. It's always been uh, like an artsy. Like Buddy Holly used to write all his fucking music there and shit. He crashed there. Um, oh. Yeah, that's where he died. Yeah. Um, so okay. it's been fucking hipster park since the 1960s. Um, in 2007, through 2011 they did a full revamp of the park that actually has like gates on it now which I think is fucking shitty and like they you can't they, go in they tried to no it's just like uh, you can't walk across the grass you have to walk to an entrance like oh, oh you can't just walk into Central Park you have to find an entrance to it mm-hmm. uh, it's gated now um also, what I thought was funny was that they... So in their revamp, they did a bunch of stuff. They made the fountain able to be a wading pool again, which it was originally, but it hadn't been for Ooh, a, dec- no, a decades of decades. Of decades. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, like five, smelly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Children they probably put in new uh, chess boards because it's a very yeah. popular place to go play chess. Year and a half year old, year and a half year old kids with diapers <laughs> yep, dangling in that shit, water. Just gross. Just shit, shit water. water. Just malaria water. That's right. Uh, they replaced Good. a bunch of the benches. They had these old like wrought iron benches and they were like, mm, these are assholes. 
walls. We were replacing them. So they put in a bunch of uh, fancy new granite benches and then uh they also had to cut down a bunch of the mature trees so then these granite benches fucking baked in the sun oh god and they were like in the summertime those benches would be like 130 degrees oh my god so then a year later they had to go back through take all those benches out and put in new benches good job planning that new york (laughs) so that was a fun experience i was like can you imagine being like oh a bench i'm gonna sit down in shorts and then burn your ass fry 125 130 degrees you would literally fry the shit out of your thigh meat. That's bacon. Hey, you would have bacon. Smell like human bacon. bacon. Free, free rump roast for local cannibals. Yes. Come down to Washington Park. Pretty much. For the rump roast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you could guess, because all this time, all this construction, they made it a park. They never moved the bodies. No. They never even attempted to move the bodies. They're they just flattened there. the land and put dirt on top of it. Mm-hmm. They have made, they've, all the time that they did all the reconstruction, they would be like, oh, we found more bones. They were like, just put them further down. They just don't squish them down. Any of them. Like like garbage. They just fucking leave them. Yeah, they compact that shit down. Compact them. Um, so, or dig them up for you to eat. So you can imagine, since 20,000 people were buried there, it's bound to have a little ghostiness. No. Mm-hmm. Especially considering they keep digging them up and irritating them. And yeah. squishing them. Yeah. And re-squishing them. And hippies. You think you yeah, think, and hippies. You think ghosts from the 1700s want to deal with your fucking beatnik poetry or your yeah. speed chess tournament? I don't speed think so. Speed chess tournament. Yeah. Fucking pot smoke. Man, nope. I'd love to have like George Washington time travel to the, like 1968. Oh my God. Just see those guys like in the painted silver pretending to be statues <laughs> next to the actual statue of George Washington. Yeah. And he shows up and he's like, "What the? Fu- I made a fucking country. What are you doing, sir? Get the fuck out of here! I'm not and giving you a just, dollar. T- you are neither a statue nor a robot." Go he away. doesn't even know what a robot is. He would fucking explode. He'd be like, I, uh, this is sorcery, witchcraft. Think about that. His 1700s brain would explode. They didn't have the robot dance in the 1700s. They did not. None of that. They did no not. popping and locking. Look Zero. at how far culture Zero has. Zero pop at your lockage. Oh, yeah. I would do real poorly in the 1700s. Me too. We've talked about this before. You would all, you would instantly die of disease and the smell. Yeah. You would just not be able to handle it. You would just God. instant death. Yeah. You don't realize how good you got it. And you would pop back in time. You'd be like, oh, die. Yeah. That's it. Smell alone. Seriously. Or you would just instantly be like, my body has been bombarded by diseases that my ancestors worked for hundreds of years to weed out. Yeah. (laughs) It would not go well for you. Don't time travel back in time. Um, So some of the most common ghostiness that they see, it's very common to see a mysterious black figure walking around the park in the daytime and in the nighttime. So they'll see figures just like sort of shadow people and they'll walk like around a corner and disappear or they'll walk like into a tree and disappear. Um, I do that a lot. You also get cold spots in the park um, even when the bench is 130 degrees. Um, There'll be cold spots that they can't explain why. That's what you feel um, after your rump has been roasted. Yeah. They say that. So in cold. the 1960s there, they did a whole like rebellion thing where a bunch of beatnik poets got together and tried to be like, these are our United States of America. Oh, and they like God. held a big sit in and the police came and like shot five people. And it was sort of a to do, but not really because the hippies were being fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> fuck you, hippies. <laughs> Um, and so they they yeah, read their like a change. Yeah, Fuck you, you and your stupid civil rights. Uh, they, read, <laughs> <laughs> they read their like beatnik revolution mantra or whatever God. underneath the. the I'm arch. already annoyed by these beatniks. Yeah. Yeah, so they read some their asshole thing. playing an upright bass and yeah. some idiot with yeah. a muted trumpet just yeah. being like, "Hey man." Yeah. Hey it's man. the beatnik there's, Bill a of, there's a lot of this going on. We reserve like, the right to snap our fingers. Or, or, or like ironically wearing of, of yeah. uh, berets. Yep. I reserve Not the right it. to wear sunglasses at night. 
No, I can. So people say that sometimes at night they will hear someone talking and snapping uh, that mantra, that like beatnik revolution, like these are our United States while they're under the arch. They'll like huh. hear the ghosts of those people who and died George in Washington that revolution. Pops his head out going, please shut up. Yeah, he's like, he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you know what I did for this country? I did not make this country for this bullshit. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and people will Why say- Why are you slaves? He seemed to say. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> go back oh. to work. Who owns you? Bob. Bob you is dead. Bob has fallen over oh. the table. I'm sorry. I think he also has a mouthful of a beer. beer. <laughs> I did. I he, made that horrible he joke. He appears to be in pain. You okay, babe? Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who owns you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're right, though. I'm so right. Yep. Uh, George Washington did free his slaves in his will, though. Yeah, but that was upon death. Yeah, that's true. If he comes back, he, he was like, dead. It's not my problem anymore. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm not <laughs> leaving you to my fucking kids. Yeah. Good for nothing. He didn't have any kids. That's why. Um, so the, people, like, my dick's broke. People also say that they will sometimes see the body of Rose Butler hanging from oh. the hangman's elm. Or they'll sometimes see a shadow in the tree and they'll go to like further investigate. And they'll be like, there's a person hanging. in that fucking oh. tree. Um, and they'll go to like call the police and then it'll it'll like disappear. Um, but my favorite ghost of Washington Square Park is that sometimes people will see a little black Scotty dog walking himself around the park <gasps> like totally silently but he's just a little black Scotty dog and he's just walking around like looking at people and people will like call to him Aww. and he like goes to interact with you but you can't touch him he'll disappear is that Eleanor um, Roosevelt's dog yeah it's Eleanor oh. Roosevelt's dog her, her his name was Fala Aww. and he was like a very beloved uh pet of the Roosevelt's if you've ever been to Washington DC and seen the Roosevelt Memorial Fala is in Aww. his statue like it's it's like FDR sitting there and then at his feet is Fala um yeah he's like buried on the family estate and stuff they love this fucking dog uh, he's super adorable, cute. But he's a little black Scotty dog. Aww. And so sometimes they'll see him wandering around the park and people will be like, oh no, that dog is like, where's Lost its owner? Around. And then it'll disappear because it's ghost Aww, dog. Because it's Eleanor dog. Roosevelt's ghost dog. I wonder they, if you called Fala if it would like turn and look at well, you. Well, sometimes they say that they'll see Eleanor walking him around the park as okay. well. Um, but more often than not, he's by himself. Him. And he doesn't seem like concerned or worried. He's literally just like, I'm gonna take, I'm a, he's on a, I'm a self-sufficient dog. I'm taking myself for a walk. And like, she's out there with her dog. Like, I wonder what we're getting that carpet delivery <laughs> I love munching I would like to munch it there it is <laughs> we got there I'm gonna go home to my clamios that's <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, oh, good <laughs> brought that shit full circle brought, it was, it was good. brought that shit oh, full circle <laughs> lost his Hashtag headphones callback <laughs> lost his headphones right. you know why because I went to fucking theater school at NYU I oh, learned very expensively um, callbacks so, so that's a lot of the big hauntings from Washington Square Park. So some of the other buildings that are owned by New York University that populate the Washington Square area that are also haunted what? include... Um, there is a building on 3rd and McDougal, which is sort of the south side of the park. And it backs up. It's about two blocks away from, if you remember our Ghosts of the Revolution episode, where I talked about Aaron Burr mm-hmm. and about how sometimes they'll see him walking into where his stables used to be. Yeah. His stables were the two blocks that went up and then bordered and ended on 3rd and McDougal. Oh. So it's sort of the end of where his stables used to be. Do you see him so, having sex with his daughter there? No, you mm-hmm. never see his daughter's tits. Okay. 
Um, you don't often even see him, but you will see horses. Or okay. more often than not, people who, it's a dorm now, people will hear the horses. They'll hear like the clippy clop of horses or okay. the whinny of horses. It was the my daughter's tits, tits that got yeah. him. You know what? My daughter's tits gets him every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> my daughter's tits. Have you watched um, Disenchanted on Netflix yet? I no. Um, in the first <laughs> seven minutes of the first episode, the like main character is the princess, yeah. and she walks in to her dad, the king. Yeah. And she walks into the throne room, and he's like, "Stop being a fuck around. Be a good princess." And he's like, "You go get married to this fucker dude." And she's like, "I don't wanna." And he's like, "Take off those rags and put on your wedding dress." And she goes, "Okay." And she just takes her shirt off in front of him, and his eyes bug out, and then he looks <laughs> away. And all I heard in my head was, <laughs> "My daughter's tits." <laughs> That's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh, it's a delightful moment. Fuck. Um. Anyway, so they will hear the horses, Aaron Burr's horses. Mm-hmm. So that haunting goes all the way for like two fucking blocks, which is cruel. Um. And now there's a building called Furman Hall, which uh is, I think it's now the law school. Mm-hmm. I think it's where that's based. Okay. Um. But it used to be a brownstone. It's along Third Street. Okay. And um, it was which used to be a row of brownstones, and one of those brownstones was uh a residence for a while for Edgar Allan Poe. Now, he lived all over the fucking Manhattan, so his ghost is all over the place. Okay. Um, But this was the place where he uh, wrote The Raven. This was where he was staying when he wrote The Raven. People say it's his house. It wasn't actually his house. He was a house guest there of someone's. You just hear people whispering, nevermore, nevermore. No, but people who live in that... It's just like a bunch of... (laughs) (laughs) Or shit going on. Uh, People will see him walking up the street and into that building. People will see the ghost of him like as if he's going home. Um, cool. Just hanging out. Be like, you're gonna have sex with your cousin? <laughs> cool. Have fun. Have you got fun. syphilis she's, yet? She's 13. That's real weird. You're gonna die in a ditch. Bye. Um. <clears throat> so then, directly across the street from that building is a building that's not actually owned by NYU, but it's um, it's a former fire station. It's former fire patrol station number two. Mm. Um, it's now Anderson Cooper's house. Oh. Oh. Um, he bought it and refurbed it into like one giant gorgeous fucking house. Um, gay fucking lovely. Uh, yeah. It's sanctuary. It's fucking delightful. Gay sanctuary. Gay sanctuary. Yes. That's what it's, I was it's a gangstuary. Gangstuary. Um, yep. So, but it, back when it was a firehouse in the 1930s, a firefighter very famously hung himself from the rafters of the house <laughs> because he found out that his wife was cheating on him. Oh. And That's the not whole. What I thought he was do? trying to go down the pole real fast, but like his tie got caught on something. <laughs> and he hung himself. So. That's it's why firefighters don't tie? wear ties. That's true. Yep. It's why superheroes it's don't wear capes. Yep, yep. exactly. Yep. If a fireman was going to wear a tie, he'd have to wear a bow tie for safety. For safety. Um. So, so while the firefighters were living at the house, they would complain that they would hear this guy like walking around, and they would sometimes see the shadow of something hanging, hanging. in the rafters. It, they say it's part of the reason why they moved the fire station away oh, from that location. Shoot. And then Anderson Cooper bought it, but put it into a private residence. Um, Does and the he, Anderson Cooper get haunted? Yes. Yes. So he is like he doesn't super lean into it. But he had when he first had spent years renovating it and and like moved in. Yeah. 
um, he talked about it on his show and he even brought in a psychic because oh, wow. he was like, I keep hearing things in the middle of the night and I need to know if this is actually haunted. Oh, Because he shoot. was like, I will hear footsteps going up and down these stairs yeah. when I know I'm the only one in the house. Um, and the psychic was like, felt energies. Bro. They thought there were children, which I think is weird because it's very famously a dead yeah, fireman yeah. who is not a child. So I don't believe that psychic. That yeah. psychic is a lot. Yeah, it's uh, a dumb but, psychic. But Anderson Cooper was a little bit like, yeah, I feel like there's something in this fucking house. Wow. Um, which is cool. Uh, so that, is, is, that is a cool thing that Anderson cool. Cooper. So that's an Anderson Cooper. Oh my story. god, the silver fox is haunted because he because it's literally across the street from a, a street of NYU building. Yeah, he just happens to live right across. The street. Welcome back to cool things that Anderson Cooper felt. Yeah. Um. So another this hard dick. Another, <laughs> his daughter's tits. <laughs> um. So another location that's haunted is the is the Bopst Library, which is like the big library. Bopst? Yeah, it's B-O-B-S-T. Kids, kids Bopst? I, you know, yeah. I feel like everyone else calls it Bopst, but I remember it being called Bobst, so I it don't know. It could be anything, really. It's also, I looked at the Wikipedia page for... Pronunciation to, to like, purposes? No, to try and remind myself of how many buildings NYU yeah. owns. It's like 200. It's a fucking bunch. And the page was way too long, and I was like, I'm not getting into any of this. But I learned that the NYU has a mascot and it's a bobcat and it's because of the, the Bob's, Bob's library because oh. it's spelled B-O-B-S-T and I was like I went to that school I didn't no see idea. one fucking thing with a bobcat on it <sighs> and the sports teams which we like don't really have sports but the sports teams that we do have were we were the violets because that's the, the color the color is white and violet right but the NYU logo is the Statue of Liberty, Liberty. flame arm yeah. that's what it is yeah so I was and all the sports so you call the violets the violets yeah um, like a flower be, yes how about I the, guess Stanford's the tree the so yeah what about well, just and, a thought. Hold on. Hold on. Violent Femmes. The I NYU like it. Violent Femmes. Okay. Yeah. Well, they were named nope. the Violets, and that became the school color because wild violets used to grow all over Washington Square Park, which gotcha. is where the university first started out. Mm. So that's where it comes from. Uh-huh. It doesn't really strike fear in the heart of your opponent, though, does it? Well, no. but they don't. They also like don't have a football or a baseball team. So, like, they have like angry flower. They're like competitive baton twirling uh, that's what we do at NYU we have a tennis team I don't even know that we have a tennis team we have backgammon club we literally do competitive uh, baton twirling we're like one of the best in the world at it oh good because there's be, oh, six yeah in, yep. in, in, a, in a competitive field of two yep yeah you're the best number you know one of two don't be jealous I am you know <laughs> it's true my school is really good at competitive baton twirling um no, it's like it's it's a college that's for arts and medicine and law. Like that's really what people go to NYU for. It's right. not for sports no. um, or tennis, swimming and diving. Hold on. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I never went to a single sports game, nor was fencing. In, Fucking fencing. Yeah, very Here, y'all very got here's upper what you crusty have. white sports. Yeah. Here, this is the varsity wasp NYU. Sports. Yes, wasp sports. NYU varsity teams: baseball, okay, basketball, yeah. cross country, fencing. Golf, soccer, swimming and diving, tennis, track and field, volleyball, and wrestling. I'm go. surprised we have baseball and basketball. Yeah, I'm a little shocked. I don't remember ever hearing anything. Well, they're not very good. They're not they're good. Like, we're like Division Three. I was going to say, are they we're, D3? I think so. I am so. taking a look. ECAC? Yeah, D3. Yeah. Not okay, so it's just terrible. Yeah. It's just terrible sports. I don't even know where the athletic facilities of the campus are. They, they are no they're idea. not there. 
Um, but what is there is the library. And yes. so this library is like the biggest, because there's a bunch of fucking libraries all over campus, like there is at any school. The the Boobst is the biggest. It's, the Boobst. It, the Boobst. It's gigantic. Yeah, it's like 12 stories tall. It's a big, like reddish brick building. 12 stories of Boobst. Um, and books. And books. It's also, it's gorgeous, because it is all, all the libraryness of it is along the edges, and it has a giant open atrium that goes up oh. all the way 11 stories up. Oh, oh wow. Like it's gorgeous I like that he's also not great because like the guy that it's named for was like a very well known he was an anti-semite and like pedophile and like fucked all his grandchildren cool and then his library after him and then the guy who designed the library named after him was like a crazy Nazi like an like a very openly Nazi dude so it's a little they haven't renamed it nope nope and there's still a bunch of like shit like all over the school like congratulating him and the architect congratulations on your murder of the jews like what the fuck yeah there's an article because the the like entryway of the library which anyone can go into said what the fuck no so the entryway the students are like yeah it's fine they don't have a lot of control. It's we, such an old fucking school, you know? So they Look, tore we're down not getting rid of the Nazi, uh, yeah. the, Look, Nazi we'll library. Look, we're keeping the Nazi, we'll keep in the Nazi pedophile building. The Nazi Look, pedophile building. It's real pretty. <laughs> it is really pretty. We'll change the You could change thing. the name. Nope, because no. he donated no. it to the city. He donated it to the school. Who fucking gives a shit? I they don't. can tear down the Silent Sam statue. Oh. They can tear down the fuck or they can change they can change the nameplate of a a Nazi pedo guys they didn't they didn't ask me um we're getting a lot of harumph over here there's a there's so his wife was an immigrant from I want to say like Lebanon or something Mm -hmm. and there's a giant uh, painting of her in the lobby of the library where it's like eyes follow you everywhere you go it's like creepy as fuck oh, wow and then there's this framed article that she gave some interview somewhere and she was basically just like women don't need to go to school they need to stay home and like learn from their husbands and oh. if women do decide to go to school then men should beat them it's Whoa. like literally what it says <laughs> in this fucking article that's framed in like one of the most liberal schools in America. I love the idea that like it, it Jeez, that Louise. painting does not like the eyes don't follow anybody but women yeah, in women. the yeah. library. Just what looking are you fucking doing down here? on you. What, are you what doing are you doing here? Yeah, just like do you know what I had to live through in fucking Lebanon before I came here? Before I came here, so I and I didn't want to do shit. And I married a crazy Jew hating pedophile. Yeah, oh my who fucked God. all of my grandchildren. Oh Sweet God! Christ. Yeah, it's not a great. Okay, but the library is really, really pretty. Like so what I'm getting at is, it's a pretty library. <laughs> it's a gorgeous library, and so the when I went to school there, there were uh, there were all these balconies that overlooked this giant atrium you can look down at. Gorgeous. Yeah. Apparently, people super fond of climbing up to the tenth floor and throwing themselves down and, and killing On themselves. On finals week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so they started in uh, like right after I left. They put up these like eight f- eight foot tall plexiglass barriers oh. to stop people from jumping, and then apparently kids were climbing over the barriers to oh, jump. Can, can I can I tell a college suicide attempt story? Okay. okay. Uh, at one of the buildings uh, at the USC campus, somebody got very upset. Did attempt to uh, end their own life. Jumped from the balcony of their uh, uh, of their dorm room. Their second floor dorm room. Uh, it was basically, I think the second or third floor dorm room didn't actually manage to hit the ground, but did manage to impale their butt on the fence. They butt fucked themselves they on a fence? They butt fucked themselves, not to death, but just to the hospital. Still had to take Ooh. the test. 
Ooh. I mean, maybe they got to take the home version of the test. Yeah, you know, I guess. they took it sitting on a donut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is real pretty. It's gorgeous. Hey, look at the boobs. Okay. Um, so, like so they have recently, oh. in like 2012, they put up those gold things, yeah. which ba- so it looks jump. like the falling matrix code. It does. Yeah. Look at that. They've, they've basically made it so you can't fucking jump off anyone. Yeah. Um, Please stop jumping, jumping off of these balconies, you idiots. Yeah. Yes, pretty much is it's what they did. It's a beautiful building. They also did, so the the ground floor of the atrium, which if you look, it's this black and white tile that's supposed to, they say it's supposed yeah. to mimic like an M.C. Escher painting, but what it actually does is it creates an optical illusion where when you are high up and you look down, it looks like spikes. And it is a oh, like on jump. a sub level, it is a anti-suicide like it tile like pattern. Hound, it looks like houndstooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, no, I totally see what you mean. It's supposed to stop you from jumping. Doesn't help. No. People still jump. They're like, awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to be impaled when yeah. I die. Yeah. Um, so they, and they say that a lot of that comes from the fact that so many people have killed themselves there over the years. Like literally in the last 10 years, before they put those things up in yeah. 2012, I think the 10 years before that, like nine or 10 kids did it. So it was like Jesus. almost once a year. Mm-hmm. Someone would just fucking nosedive. Um having to climb over an eight foot plexiglass barrier you really have to want to die yes um and so they say it's because when you uh the the library has this crazy like heavy oppressive feeling because of all the negativity that's like been built into it yeah probably because of the nazi hating pedophileness oh sure um the children fuckering the and it's also like it's also weirdly quiet but echoey at the same time and it's like so big but then it feels oppressively small when you're in the stacks and like in the private reading rooms and stuff Mm. i can personally attest to the fact that i went to study at that library once and i was like i do not fucking like it here wow it's creepy as fuck it's just not a great feeling and when i went to school there it was one of the only public library buildings that was open past 1 a.m. that had air conditioning. Whoa. Um, and I used to do summer session. Ooh. So <laughs> I only, and I still only went there once because I was like, I would rather ride around on the green line, which yeah, is air on conditioned. Yeah, the subway, yeah. Because that library is creepy as fuck. Um, wow. So they say that there are ghosts there and they say that it's not only the ghosts of the students that have killed themselves over the years, but apparently long, long time ago, one of the librarians killed themselves there, um, which is why they first put in the like anti-suicide yeah. spike fake floor. Um, and so they say that they will hear... Um, like the heavy oppressive feeling lots yeah. of people complain about that people will hear footsteps like walking behind them like following them through the library when they're the only ones around and like if you're alone in if there's if it's busy it's yeah. got like a low hum like a low grade yeah. hum of just bustliness people. but yeah. if you're there you know at Let's 2 a.m which you're not allowed you're not allowed past the like second or third floor after 1 a.m. because the security guards can't patrol and they yeah. don't want you to jump. Yep. Um, so even when I went there, you couldn't go on the upper Ooh. floors, but you could bring books down and read them down or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the fastest way down is just jump. It's real quick. Yeah. Real, quick. real quick. I gotta get these down to the first floor. Wee! Smash. Done. Dead. Done. Don't have thick finals. Um, Got the book down. But they, but they'll say that they'll like be there late at night and they'll hear footsteps following them around the stacks, or like they'll be sitting there trying to study and they'll hear footsteps of someone like pacing behind them, and oh. they turn around. There's no one there. Or they'll hear people rustling through where the card catalog used, used to, to be, be, and they think it's the librarian yeah. who killed themselves. Because obviously the card catalog doesn't exist anymore. No, because we got computers now. That's right. <laughs> um, but they'll hear like shuffle, shuffle, shuffle of paper, and they Ooh. think that it's the librarian. Don't you? You know the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> no. 
book that book back a little. I don't know why the librarian is also from Dracula. Honeybrew Meadery. Honeybrew Meadery. Um, <laughs> we got two more buildings, guys. So uh, the two most famous haunted buildings we got to get through. Not so, the boobs. Okay. Not right. the boobs. The boobs is number three. Number with three. With the fucking anti-suicide floor. Okay. Um, so number two is the Brown Building. Now, the Brown Building is one of the most infamous buildings in NYU's history. Is mm-hmm. it Brown? Uh, no, it's named after the Brown family. Um, it is a Brown... You know what's funny Stone. is it's next to a building that used to be called the Silver Building, and now That's it's part funny. of the like Silver, like it's they just call that whole area over there the Silver. So oh, the Brown Building brown. is in the Silver. <laughs> um, Too many colors. Yeah. I don't like so it. Many Too many colors. So yeah. it's famous because on March twenty fifth of nineteen eleven, mm-hmm. it was where a very popular and very uh, successful uh, shirtwaist factory called the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory was. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory. I no. have not. Uh, okay. Vanessa's going to tell Let us. Let me tell you about it. It's, tell me all about it. I think because I went to school in Manhattan, I was very familiar with this story. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those, it was the worst tragedy in New York until 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. Worst um, accident I ever seen. <laughs> so what happened is, Large March. It's, yep. a, it's a shirtwaist. So it's they're making like mass produced, easily consumable fashions for the first time ever. Fast it's like fashion. H&M. It's like Basically, H&M. It's an H&M sweatshop is yeah. what it is. It's oh, like great. all these... Uh, young immigrant women mostly italian and jewish immigrants who sometimes were like 12 or 13 years old i was old. gonna say it's like italian six-year-olds making t-shirts yes God, who man. are like sitting at sewing hey, machines for a pasta break. yeah who are sitting at sewing machines in a smoke-filled room where the windows aren't open and they had struck the previous year to try and get better working conditions and the factory was like fuck you mm-hmm. and didn't give them anything and didn't let them unionize oh boy um so then what they what they would do is uh they had trouble with these children these 14 year old children Children. uh, were sometimes trying to take breaks when they shouldn't take breaks or they said there was a problem with theft with people stealing these shirts shirts they were making so in order to quell that what they would do is they would just lock all of the doors and windows on every floor and to every room you know this this sounds like the start of a really bad it's thing. So it was a great idea until someone hey, this fucking sounds like a, this smoking sounds, a cigarette uh-oh. in a, in a uh, yep. factory full of, I'm sure, very shitty Flammable fabric. Flat fabric. Uh, like flicked some ash somewhere on the eighth floor and started Whole a fucking fire. fucking thing went up. And the eighth floor, like it consumed the entire eighth floor immediately. No one could get out because they're all literally locked in their rooms and it, it engulfed the ninth and the tenth floor as well. Um, there was one stairwell up and down that was accessible once they broke down the doors. The stairwell was like 10 inches. It's like less than a person size. Like you would have to, it still exists in the building to this day and it's, it's basically one person sized to go up and down. This And it was the only fucking stairwell. And there was one elevator which made two trips down and then broke because of the heat of the fire. So everyone either climbed up to the roof and started fucking jumping or they climbed out. They managed to get out onto the fire escape which was more decorative than any anything else and immediately fell off of the building oh, and God. collapsed nine stories to the street. Um, so it was this terrible tragedy. That's not 146 good. women died. Now, honestly, most of these are children. Most Jeez. of these are like 14, 16 year old women. Ugh. Um, 
Uh, so like I said, it was the worst tragedy in Manhattan until 9-11 happened. Um, that sounds pretty gross. But at the time, it's the funny, building... 9-11, same thing happened. Yeah, at the time, yeah. right next door was the Silver Building, which was part of NYU at the time. It was the law building. And they heard all the like fire gongs going off and whatever. And they were like, what the fuck? And all the no, guys... All the lawyers ran to the yeah. windows and were just like, there ought to be a law about no, fire escapes. No, there ought to be a law about locking doors. We yeah. have to make the fire escapes wider. We better write a regulation. No, what they did... Oh. Yeah, no, well, that's what no, I would have done. No, what... They Ambulance chasers. <laughs> lawyer Melissa over here would have done the same thing. What yeah. they did is they said, fuck, and they can hear all these women screaming and they see them throwing themselves off the roof and they were like, we have to help. And we they went catch them. to their to the roof of their own building where there and were they painters. Over like Indiana Jones. There were painters working on the building and they oh. had left other supplies up there. So they took the ladders. They threw paint they at them? I was going to say, they covered them in lead paint. Yeah. They took the ladders. <laughs> they oh, here comes the railroad. Here comes the railroad. They opened the ladders up fully the and they rock. used Use them to create a bridge from uh, the top of their building to the top of that building and mm. they crawled across brought back these women who were like having trouble breathing in all the smoke they saved over 50 women wow they pulled them That's off the roof good. of this neighboring building they tried to do a nice thing okay. fuck both of you <laughs> I was like, she got real mad at yeah, They were trying to, to do good. Now you know it's how like, I feel. It's like the one nice thing that happened in this whole fucking travesty. Uh, that is this podcast. And then, they ha- and then they all handed in their cards like, if you want to sue yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm about to be a lawyer. Look, I haven't passed the bar yet, but I'm pretty good. I'm about to. Um, the top... 60% of my class. <laughs> so this building is now, like I said, it's been absorbed into like the whole silver facility. Um, it's a chemistry building now. And it... Um, yeah and it's i was like i can't read that and uh the the building is it's where all the chemistry labs are so you have to have like a special access on your id to get into the building and stuff so it's not as well trodden as the rest of campuses but people who manage to get in there are like it's incredibly quiet and eerie in a weird way Mm. there's this weird like the building itself seems to make a moaning noise and people say like oh it's the wind coming through the windows but a lot of the because they're chemistry labs so a lot of the floors do not have, have any windows, windows. Mm. Um, because it's been entirely gutted and redone. Yeah. But like the the shell of the building is the same. Uh-huh. The elevators of the building are the same. Oh. And so they say that they will sometimes um, they'll hear screaming like they'll hear far away like women screaming. Oh, boy. Coming from the roof of the building. And they say that sometimes when they try and use the elevator, it will stop and then it will fill with the smell of smoke. Damn. <laughs> You're just doing beer can like magic beer, over beer, there. Yeah, beer can Olympics over here. It was impressive. Thank you. Um, so so they, they say that the the uh, elevator will fill with the smell of smoke. Oh, that's gross. Like phantom smoke. Phantom smoke is a pretty I, popular ghost thing, though. Yeah, We've experienced I, yeah. it. Well, and I feel like if it's people who died from smoke, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the Brown Building. Oh, wow. And then the most haunted building. The hauntingest building haunting in the world. Say, haunted. The most, the, and it doesn't have a ton of ghosts, but they say it's the most common place to experience a haunting is one of the residence halls. It's the freshman residence hall. It's called Brittany Hall, and it is where I lived freshman year. Oh, hell yes. Um, so it's on 10th and Broadway. It's one of the bigger freshman buildings. It's like five, 600 kids. It's pretty big. Okay. It's a former hotel. It was built in uh, 1929 as the Brittany Hotel and then quickly became a speakeasy. 
Nice. Um, and the whole top floor was a penthouse, which is where the like actual speakeasy was. Gotcha. And that is now a mm, study room. Okay. Um, but it's gorgeous. It has lovely leather couches and like windows that you can see the whole city from. It's a really nice fucking room. Um, and there are still like fake walls that nice. they had up from when it was a speakeasy that like have rooms behind them that the school just doesn't use. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, there's still like false walls up there and stuff. That's cool. Um, so apparently, shelves you can walk through and shit. Yeah. So apparently, uh, back when it was a speakeasy, there was a bootlegger who was shot in the penthouse oh. over some deal over booze. Ah, bootlegs! Uh, ah, shot me in a bootleg! Oh. Um, and so now the students say that if you try and sneak booze up there, which you're not supposed to do, mm-hmm. they're like, you all, almost assuredly, if you start drinking in the penthouse, someone will either push you oh. or push the booze away from you. Oh. They're just like, I love it. They're just like, nope, this no will get drink. you shot. This will get you shot. Don't, Don't drink do up it. here. Do not drink. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So fun. like sometimes the kids will get shoved, but more often than not, they will just like move the booze away from uh, them. You don't want that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, te- it's a teetotaling ghost. Yeah, you do not want that. Um, but the most commonly uh, encountered ghost is the ghost of a little girl named Molly. And Molly was, her family was staying at the hotel. She was playing alone in one of the hallways. They think somewhere around the fifth floor. And she slipped and fell down the elevator shaft and died. And some reason, they could never recover her body. Oh. Uh, okay. This is the urban legend. Okay. Because it fell straight to hell. Uh, so they were never, they never found or removed or, or like recovered her body. So they just said she's part of the, um, she's part of the elevator now. Yes. Yeah. Um, so now they say that Molly is why the elevators don't work very well in that building. And I can attest that the elevators do not work very well in that <laughs> building. They will often go straight to the fifth floor and stop. Oh. Which is, they think, the floor that she, she was fell. on. They also, um, if you are having like a little bit of a get together in your room or whatever, your dorm room, mm-hmm. which is a common thing. It's a freshman yeah. dorm. Sure. Um, she will come by and open the door. Like sometimes a locked door. Like, like hey, as if she's doing? trying to fucking come in. Hey, what yeah. are you doing? Hang are out. you drinking booze? I think she's just trying to come to the party. She's just looking for fun. Hey, man. Um, sometimes she will leave little hey, handprints. Hey, you guys doing keg stands? <laughs> she will leave little handprints on the mirrors in the bathrooms after you shower. Oh. Like little child-sized handprints. No, you guys you. got me Molly? <laughs> I am Molly. I'm trying to get fucked up. <laughs> um, Is that why you named it Molly? And people will hear uh, like tapping on the walls or like creaking footsteps down a hallway when hey, they know there's no hey one there. Buddy, I'm about to die. Come um, save me. I will attest that it's an old ass fucking building, but it is a noisy building. You would mm. hear weird like taps and clunks that like, you're like, oh, it's the pipes in yeah, the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, but then sometimes kids would be like, there's actually no pipes in this wall. There's no reason for this wall to be making this noise. Oh, um, that was like a very common thing to happen. Um, but the creepiest thing that I think happens is if you go down into the basement, which is where the laundry room is, mm-hmm. and you're down there by yourself doing laundry, Don't sometimes do she will come up she will hold your hand. Oh, no. And she will giggle. No. 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 Now, this never happened to you. No. Thank Christ. I would get the, like, you would hear the taps and the weird cream because it's also, it's, it, they're very nice dorm rooms for shitty freshman dorms because mm-hmm. it's a very nice building and New York University is an incredibly yeah. expensive school. Yeah. Um, so it's like hardwood floors and it's nice like walls. It's not like cinder block yeah. walls. But so like you would hear like creaking footsteps on old 1920s like okay. like hardwood floors all the time like right. oh, okay. like weekly in everyone's room everyone would hear them yeah you would get like weird like sometimes you get out of the, the shower and the mirror would be wiped off oh even oh. though like no one else had been in there 
Oh. I don't know how much of this is like it's become urban urban, urban legend. So people play these pranks right. on their roommates now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but like tapping on walls, creaking footsteps, yeah, the elevator being fucked up. Yeah, these are things that really fucking happen. I never had Molly try and hold my hand. I think I would have been pooped. into it because <laughs> even back then I was super into ghosts yeah. but I remember being at NYU and being like I'm so happy I'm in the haunted dorm <laughs> um, so that's the most like well known like people talk about Molly at the Britney dorm yeah. all the time nice. um, so that is all of the hauntings of Ooh. NYU yeah. there are there are actually many more that I felt like I didn't have enough to get into there's one house just off campus which they call uh, the death house which oh has over 22 ghosts in it. Holy Maybe crap. Maybe we'll talk about that house. Ooh. That was like its own thing though. Ah. Um, so that brings me to my beer. Yeah. So my beer is from Evil Twin Brewing and it's called Hipster Ale. Yeah. Because I feel like one, Washington Square Park is just lousy with fucking hipsters. Yeah. And I feel like if you're a fucking hipster, you go to NYU. Yep. That's why yeah, I much. went to NYU. I fancied <laughs> myself cool. Yeah. Yep. I thought I was cool and hipstery. And so I went to the fucking hipster but school. But then you realized, hey, you know what? Not. Mm. Well, then I realized I don't want to live here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I left. Um, many reasons I left New York University. It's a good school, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's why I bring us Hipster Ale. It's an American pale ale. Mm-hmm. Um, the nice can, and hoppy. Tastes good. The can, can art's pretty cool. Gorgeous. It's like sort of a pinwheel, but in like a stained glass Multicolored way. pinwheel stained glass design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hipster Ale, Evil Twin Brewing. Usually uh, all their beers are 12% from what I've seen. This one's only 5.5. Yeah, yeah. good job, guys. Uh, it's, it's a good hoppy American American ale like I'm super like it yeah and it's supposed to be uh it's supposed to be for like if you feel like you're the only hipster in your town you can yeah. drink this beer uh, and like be and in with the craft beer community perhaps and feel you've like heard you're, you're of a worldwide gotcha. beer movement that tributes favorite hipster neighborhoods mm-hmm. across the globe like the village if you <laughs> like feel excluded because you're hip but your city is not this cutting edge hip without border ale is an homage to you the global the hipster. The global hipster. Oh, That's going to be my new Twitter handle. The global, global hipster. hipster. Yeah, That's dude. good. It's That's real good. good. Uh, yeah, I think it's good. I, I don't taste any like one specific hop flavor that's no, coming it's through like it feels hoppy. like a nice blend but yeah. yeah it's not overly hopped i think you didn't hate it i mean i didn't like it but <laughs> i didn't hate it and i drank it didn't like it didn't and hate another it, didn't beer at the same time so yeah. it's not a stone it's no. not as bad as i guess thank god um i think it's really good i think it's I a like really it. easy drinking american pale yeah not a porch powder but like still good i think it i think uh, challenge extended i would fucking porch pound the shit out of this <laughs> It only comes in a four pack, though. Oh, yeah, you have shit. to buy a couple four packs. But the problem is, Evil Twins probably like twelve dollars a four pack. So, oh, this was only like eight ninety nine. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. It's a good deal. This is this is definitely outside of the you box for everything that our hipsters are poor. Exactly. <laughs> no, our local Vendome has a bunch of Evil Twin, and it's all real expensive and like mm-hmm. such a high ABV that it's just like. I think that's why this was cheaper because the ABV yeah. was lower. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's my story and that's my beer. Well, this is the part of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Let me tell you things I like. Hanging trees in the park. Yep. Other things I like. Bones that go missing. <laughs> things I like. Creepy ass dogs that go missing in the park. God, I like ghost dogs. Those are great. Uh, you know we what I like? Had, boxes full dogs. of bones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I like Creepy again, boxes full of bones again. And ghosts that are pushing your booze. But you know what I like more than anything is a ghost that 
buys a beer and pays for it. Melissa yeah. wins. Yeah, that's good. That was, that, it's such a good ghost story. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. I like that he paid a dollar twenty-five for it too. Yeah. Quarters. He's like he had for I'm that like, canoe beer. Yeah, hey, give me that canoe beer. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to the Booze and Brews podcast. If you have enjoyed this show, please rate, review, and subscribe Tell your on friends. your local iTunes or whatever. The and fuck or else. whatever your uh, favorite podcatcher. Yeah. Uh, your favorite podcast. Thank you to the gentleman who just wrote to us on uh, on Facebook the other mm-hmm. day. Tallahassee Ghost. Tallahassee Tell Ghost. Tell me your Tallahassee Ghost. Tell us about your Tallahassee Ghost. Oh, we yeah, want to know about us. Uh, I don't think we've done Florida Ghost before. Ooh, Ooh. that feels rednecky and fun. That, that sounds like fun. That sounds like a kind oh. of show I want to do. There's a lot of jug band singing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, so as you notice you can get in touch with us and you can do it on all of your favorite social media websites including Twitter at Booze and Brews and Facebook at Booze and Brews uh, and on the Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast and if if you just want to send us an email please do Do so at Booze and Brews Podcast at gmail.com tell me your stories Tell us your stories. Give us suggestions for future episodes. And if you would like to leave us a review, that would be super helpful. I would love if that. If you have recently left us a review and you have not raised your hand and said, yo, hey, bitches, I've I left, left your review, review, do it. Send us a note. Yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We will send you things. I there, have there things are, to send you. There are a lot of reasons to be on our mailing list. Number yeah. one, okay, number one, we send you at, like, it's not like I a normal you. mailing list. We, we don't spam you with horse shit no, in your inbox. Not. We, do, we, send, we send, you, send you zero horse shit. We yep. send you real shit. Awesome We shit. send you presents in the mail. That's yep. right. That's right. Real money that everybody, I pay. Everybody likes to get mail. Everybody, everybody likes, likes everybody to likes get, get real mail. Do you like getting gifts in the mail? You'll get it's them from us. It's not a bill either. You get, to be, on our, you get to yep. be on our Christmas card list. That's right. Yep. So it's a good time. Please send us your uh, email. Yeah, or yeah. Your so if address. you if you reviewed us, please please let us know because we love you we love and you. we want you to let us love you. Yes, love us. Um. So thank Come you so much week. for listening. Come back next week. We'll do something, something. with booze and Bruce and Bruce. And until then, cheers. cheers.